Mustafa Ali. Ooh. Is it ill-advised to come out here by himself? Off the knee, drop, cover, MVP to put away Ali, kick out. I think part of that is the confidence that Mustafa Ali knows that, hey, I pinned MVP. I pinned him last week in that six-man tag team match. I can do it again in singles competition. Uh, you call it confidence, I call it foolishness. I mean, look at the size of the men standing at ringside. And you come out here without any backup? Oh, Mustafa Ali, this was a this was a sad, sad mistake. Oh! Ali's gonna make a decision MVP, MVP asking Mustafa Ali, are you with us? Ali's saying I'm in! Ali had no choice! The enemy of my enemy is my I called it! I called it! Circumstances! Get him! Go! Oh my God! Ali with retribution! Stop Ali directing retribution to attack the hurt business! And Mace and T-Bar leading the charge of retribution, but the hurt business is trying to fight back! Oh, in the midst of a hostile takeover! I don't understand what's going on! The hurt business has stepped up to retribution in the past, but they never saw this coming from Mustafa Ali! Retribution is dismantling the hurt business! And Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley's out here doing his best to fight back, but it's a numbers game. Yeah, he can't, Joe. But I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this. Oh. episode edition of it's still real to us damn it you know and i was thinking or whatever because i was re-listening to stuff or whatever and i was like you know i, I intro the homies or whatever but i'll ask y'all like what's going on or whatever so you know uh cory what's what's good with you man well not much just keeping my eye on this yankees game for now we're gonna we're gonna wish the best for the Yankees or whatever, so we don't have a a mid breakdown mid episode. No, nah, if it gets bad, I'm gonna just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, man, uh, Will, what's what's good in your way, bro? I'm confident. I'm just chilling, waiting on tomorrow. Hey, I'm gonna just say this too, whatever, bro, because you know I, I told you at the beginning of the playoffs that you know y'all got bronze, so I'm cheering for y'all automatically. Yo. Thanks, I guess. I'm going to just say, uh, I told you this, though. Because, like, I, 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 mean, know, I, 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 I mean, I like that you never, like, halfway even claimed the Lakers. So I can, <laughs> I can tolerate you. But a lot of the rest of you, I don't This is very true. Now, I've always been I've, I've a lot of favorite player, Lake but shows, Hornets. But, you know, it was, just Cav, it was just Cavs Nation or the land. But now it's Lake Show. I don't like that. <laughs> but it's cool. That that is very true, and like I'm gonna just say it like this or so whatever. A quick little rant. Um, that's why I wanted to ask that because I thought about it. I was like, you know, when the Cavs beat the Warriors in 16, that was a Monday. I want to say, right? Was 
Yeah, I want to say so. That's weird, but it might. It probably was actually not. Yeah, yeah it was like a Monday because I remember like me and some some buddies came over or whatever, and we watched it together. I had just moved out here, and I say that to say you know because my boy asked me, he was like, I love how you say like LeBron and not even mentioning like the team names like the Cavs or the Heat anymore. I was like, bro, because it's LeBron right now with the Lakers. You know, it's, it's 13 <laughs> fourth rings. You know what I'm saying? And I and I was telling him, besides the Tar Heels, I don't get to celebrate championships. The Panthers let me down. Yeah. The Hornets ain't getting that far. <laughs> so like, right. I was like, I get to turn up on a Friday night. I'm telling you, I already got a new bottle. Of, I got a new bottle of rum over here. I got hey, a man. bottle Jimmy of Jimmy get that W and against the Kobe jerseys. He's the biggest. He's the biggest villain in league history. Fam, I said that same thing. I, I called the Kobe jerseys the other day. So when they like you know made it official earlier, I said, "Oh, yep. See, it's all going into fruition." It's I'm weird because like when the final started, they said they announced early that if we went to Game Seven, we would wear them then. So that just lets you know they about to try to get them niggas out of here tomorrow. <laughs> Facts. Um, I, I I literally I'm telling you I'm I'm happy. I'm gonna be in here listening to Anita Baker. So I'm gonna be in my happy place. I'm playing Kobe. Nothing but Kobe song. He only got like three songs to my knowledge. But I'm playing them all. What you mean? nigga. Kobe, oh, his, oh, his Kobe, actual music. Actually, Kobe Bryant. Oh, you mean definitely, I'm definitely playing him in oh. time. <laughs> Wait, what's what's the song? Um, uh, Thug Poet. I don't like that one. I only, the only one I like was the self name. So, <laughs> oh, what was the, oh, what was the one joint over there? I'm thinking of uh, kicking the door, whipping the flow, fo. <laughs> Chill. Chill. I'm a I'm a hop in your brain. Tell me what you think. You think you eye me whole time? I'm eyeing you. <laughs> the hunter becoming a hunter. Girl, my target on you. <laughs> I, I just had to mention that with the Lakers because I'm like, yo, let Brown fuck around and win tomorrow. And it's bro, AD, I'm, I'm AD should get finals MVP, but I'm sure Brown's gonna get it because of his numbers. Hey, bro. Either way, I exactly. just you got to think about it. Niggas is hate, niggas is so big at haters or whatever. They're, they're finding little loopholes like, oh, well, my goat never didn't get a Finals MVP. Like that's that's really what, what the fuck. fuck? <laughs> like, I swear right. to God, that's what's happening. So I don't even know if Mike deserved all six. I, I don't remember watching this shit. <laughs> but, <he got> him. <laughs> but that's literally what I've heard. Like I mean, Braun he also wasn't playing with guys as talented as LeBron is playing with. So, I mean, I feel like I just feel like all our victories AD dominated. I'm not saying Brown ain't doing his shit, but AD's been dominating these niggas like on both ends. Yeah, about to say I missed game. Well, not missed, but I miss, you know, I missed most of the first part. By the time I turned to it, it was you know. But I say all that to say, hey, go Lakers! You know what I'm saying? This joint gonna be dope. I'm ready to, I'm ready to vibe out them like all my R&B hits or whatever. Um, remember guys, like always to rate, rate us, like us, comment, subscribe, you know, tell a friend and they're going to tell another friend, uh, all the links and everything for this going to be in the description and the bio below. Now, while you're listening to this too, whatever, I promise we're going to get on in this episode or whatever, go check out the other episode also releasing the same time. This is out. me and the homie Don Juan dropped another episode of from the roots to the top going through 10 new artists that you might not or might know about that we think are pretty dope. So, you know what I'm saying? 10 brand new artists or whatever for From the Roots to the Top, episode 4, coming out the same time that this is going to be out. Um, Also, new month. We in October now. 
new playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. Links in here also below Spooky Season 20. I mean, literally, you can go from like the, the homie Hugh got a lot of West Coast stuff up there or whatever, which that's cool and everything. You know, I got all my R&B shit. And then a lot of like the new artists or whatever that are going to be on the episode and on the last episode of From the Roots to the Top. So, hey, check out that new playlist. And with all that being said, wrestling was crazy, guys. So, just real quick before we get started, I just happened to be looking at the WWE roster on Wikipedia just now. Uh-huh. And uh, I just noticed they have way more injuries than I realized currently. Like, a lot. This is true. They have that's bad. Right Angel Garza is hurt. He tore his quadriceps oh, at some point. Okay. I, I don't know when that injury. He got hurt at SummerSlam, right? Was it? Not SummerSlam. It was the last pay-per-view on Triple. I was about to say, he, he hasn't been on TV tear, since. He didn't man. tear his quad to SummerSlam. Yeah, he wasn't on it Raw was, this it, week. It, they had a botched ending to their match because he got hurt. But I could have sworn they said it was his oh. Yeah, see, I remember that. I just thought it was something minor. I didn't realize he, like, tore something. And then yeah. uh, both Eric and Ivar both out. I'm going to mention them later because... Yeah, both you know, of them. I, thought, yeah. I knew one of them was. I didn't know both of them were. I think it was Eric. Yeah, he's the one I knew. Yeah. And then Jinder Mahal had knee surgery. When did he get hurt? He Man, I forgot he, he, I forgot he bro, existed, he hurt, so like, I was, like, doing the research. Came back, bro. Remember they brought him back, like... Oh, <laughs> that's was, right. He was. I think he was out. Like he was gone like two weeks later. I, I mean, think. Yeah. I remember they announced he got hurt, but I don't know where because he. I don't remember him wrestling anybody. I think they say he got hurt training or something. Damn. And then Damn. Elias tore his pick. Oh, that's good. I, I forgot that. I forgot about Laura Sullivan had knee surgery again. How'd he get hurt? He didn't wrestle. Well, he got canceled. Also. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is is Lars's injury? Is that from when he first got taken off the of TV? Because I remember he was hurt at that point in time, but I can't remember if it was neat. Hey, if you want me to be honest, can't even tell you, brother. He's been going so long, I'm about to say, I forgot yeah. about brother all the way together. And then in NXT, Kona Reeves tore his labrum. Forgot about him. Damn, I forgot about Kona Reeves. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> it's and been a Rich- minute. I fuck with him, though. And then Rich yeah, Holland has straight. an ankle injury. Yeah, I what? saw. Oh, the ankle? That's what it says. Okay, I, was, I saw he got carted off or whatever. So, so what's going on with these niggas? <laughs> yeah, I, hmm. they wrestling way less, hey, right? I, I mean, I guess some of these injuries are old ones. It's that's the opposite. True, true. It's the opposite of the NFL or whatever. They used to wrestling so much or whatever. They don't know what to yeah, do now. They they're wrestling less. A lot of the surgery ones are probably guys who have needed surgery for like months, and Vince yeah. is finally like, "Well, you might as well get it now. We're only doing." You know, one show a week for each of you, so true that surgery while you can, which does make sense actually. So, <laughs> look if you if you're if you're injured or whatever and you can't wrestle right now, whatever, then you can go do Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you they was gonna lock them niggas down, man. This nigga Vince is disgusting. <laughs> so, have they officially said they can't do Twitch at all, or are there special no, circumstances? Like what it is, they have a deadline to turn in all their accounts, and WWE will run their accounts and give them a percentage. See, that's what I saw. On the, I thought the deadline was October 1st. So I, heard, I heard they had to, if they wanted to keep doing Twitch, they'd have to sign like 
new like special contracts for it, and all payments Basically. would be handled through WWE. And I'm like, that's kind of shitty. You can take like eighty percent of their money. I feel like we can agree it's, it's complete bullshit. It's already right, right. I feel like we can agree it's complete bullshit or whatever. But like literally, what we said last episode too, we know who's fucking the game up or whatever. Right. It just sucks. Basically, one of many. I heard this man. I heard this man was on Twitch talking about some. Oh, like he he saw somebody got hurt or something like that. Or oh no, he he saw when he he, apparently he reacted to when Miro first went on AEW or whatever. You know Rusev. Yeah. And then his son was like, "Oh, how's that gonna work with Lana?" And he was like, "Oh, it's not real." And I'm like, "What happened to KC? I don't want to hear none of this shit about Kayfabe is dead or whatever when this is happening." (laughs) All I'm saying. So I know one and a half of us watched SmackDown this week. And when I say one and a half, that means Corey. And then I watched about the first hour or so. Mm. I know Will didn't catch it, but SmackDown is the better show, which I mean, hey, who knows, man? Um, Well, until they move AJ off, because that's always what seems to do him in. (laughs) Yeah, you've got about another week or so. Right. About a a couple days, actually. Two days, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. a couple days. Uh, we started off with Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Like, I guess long story short, I didn't think Roman Reigns' character could get any better, and it it keeps getting better. And it's gonna keep getting better. <laughs> I mean, you you That's shall. Hey, matter of fact, we are disrespectful. Our tribal chief is gonna no, make you right, to yeah. grow. How dare That's what we happens when you're his... a Paul Heyman guy? Yeah, which I mean, he has Heyman terrified. Heyman, yo, how is Heyman not Grammy nominated? Or not Grammy, excuse me, um, Oscar. Jimmy, Oscar, yeah. Jimmy, there we go. You know better than <laughs> I would, shit. I do love how he's like always afraid of the wrestlers he manages. <laughs> like, it's like, Paul, maybe you should get a job where you're not afraid for your life constantly. I love how like Jay Uso said, and like because we're explaining this to to Will and also the audience. I love how Jay Uso said, "Hey man, my brother threw the towel in. If one for that, I'd be Universal Champion." Right. He, he said that with his whole chest. I was like, "Jay, <laughs> we all know that's not true." Roman but, said, like, "I tried I to get you, you the big money. I tried to make you a main event player. You not only embarrassed yourself, you embarrassed the family." I mean, family. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he, he really did do that great of a job, honestly. And the whole time Jay was staring at the belt, and Roman was like, you can't even look me in my face. Okay, you want another shot at this? Bam, oh, I, I love that. That was, I just, I loved how he was just like, tell me that ain't all you're focused on saying. is his belt. Tell me that right, that's what daddy was saying. I just, that was I some like, black shit. I love how Roman is just like, I don't even care, Jay. If you want another title shot, then I'll kick your ass again. Fine in with me. Hell in a cell. Do you, okay, do we think that's going to be a cell match? Because I don't know. I pray not. Because if not, I think it's going to be worse than when Mick Foley's tooth went through his lip. Yeah, I feel like it shouldn't be. I feel like it's a waste of a cell match. Because, I mean, he doesn't need it to. Unless you just want to see Jay him. jump off the top of the cell on Shame style. Yeah, but Jeff Hardy's going to be on that pay-per-view. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's smart. That's smart. Uh, so, question here. How the fuck did we go from that into the AJ match? Oh, because AJ basically came out and was like, this is nepotism. Jay should give uh, give someone else a shot at the title. And then I think Jay slapped him or something? Oh, he'll see it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 
So Jay Uso out here beating AJ Styles now. So is AJ being buried, quote unquote, according to the wrestling internet? No. That's what AJ do. He he puts people. I was up. about to say AJ's always done this. At least no, no, the last no, no, few no, years. No, no. You notice I said wrestling internet, not us. We're smarter than that. Eh, I haven't seen anyone complaining about it on on Reddit. That's that's the one that <laughs> I, sees I the most complaints. That. I think either that or like this Friday is going to be his farewell match, but you know we're going to speak about that a little bit later on. Uh, um, God, did I have anything written down here or whatever? No, now like, bro, if I'm missing some, catch me before I get there or whatever, bro. Uh, was there anything between that and Otis and John Morrison besides Otis is going to defend himself in court next week? I don't think <laughs> so. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's what was next. Yeah, Otis Otis had a squash against John Morrison. He squashed him? Yes, yes. he did. Because uh because Tucker and the Miz weren't weren't allowed to come out. It would be ringside, I guess. Yeah. So hence still, John Morrison got squashed. I was still surprised he squashed him, though. That was Yeah. Like Otis? I mean, I'm not. I mean, him winning is cool, but squash. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about like a. If if we're not even bringing up the former reigns, we're just talking about this reign. Like, was it Morrison just tag champ like a couple of months ago? Yes. I mean, I don't know. Side note: How how could they do Johnny Mundo like this? Facts, bro. Crazy. (laughs) We know. We know. Talia's not coming now. Good lord. Why? Well, I don't know. If she came now, she'd be the she'd be the top draw on the roll uh, women's roster. She really would, low key. Um, side note too, I was watching some shit or whatever. Apparently, like um, Impact is doing some like terrible ass Big Brother ripoff called Wrestling House. <laughs> okay. Yeah, where it's literally like there's like different storylines and the wrestlers are all stuck in the house and like the quote unquote big brother character or the host is like Tommy Dreamer and people are getting in like shit or whatever and Dreamer's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna have a match later. Like apparently there was like there was a match horrible. There there was a match the first episode because uh two wrestlers wanted to sleep in the ring. Because they had to pick their beds. Man, I love stupid stuff, but that just sounds terrible. I was gonna say, right. I was gonna, y'all remember that that uh, that TNA video I sent y'all the other day? It was from that same dude. I was watching him the other day, just crying, like, "What the fuck is they doing over there?" Impact. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing I can't watch it. Also, y'all got look at y'all got look at EC3 or whatever. I swear, like being on WWE has aged him ten years, but that's for another day. That's stress. Uh, another squash match. What the fuck, man? Uh, what happened to Shorty G? He got beat up by Sheamus. Hey, man, at least he was on TV. <laughs> He's big ass squash. But, yeah. Normal, I mean, normal, normal team. I like, I like Chad Gable, but that one did kind of make sense. Nah, I get it. I was like, damn, they couldn't have found nobody, but I guess, you know. Um, well, I just but, half the roster's hurt. But that the real question is, when's the last time Shorty G won a match? Uh, when he was still Chad Gable? Oh, no, I guess he beat Baron Corbin, didn't he? As Shorty G, yes. I would assume they had 100 matches, so he probably did get him at least once. Yeah. And that was... 
Man, I don't know because Baron Corbin's been <laughs> king of the king of the ring for over a year now. Oh my god, I'm over it. Uh, Big E uh, challenge Sheamus to a false count anywhere match next week. Is that happening? I'm pretty sure. I mean, those challenges almost always happen. So, right. Um. I think this was the part where I was like, okay, I got to go use the bathroom or whatever. I'm going to be gone for a minute. And you text me and said, okay, now that was fucking creepy. So we had the Kevin Owens show with guest Alexa Bliss. Will and audience, I know you guys are like, what the fuck is Kevin Owens doing on SmackDown? Apparently with the draft looming, they're like, oh, we're going to kind of let people go here and there. So a mini wild card. A new idea. Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's (laughs) wild card bike. <laughs> Temporary wild card rule. I mean, I I guess <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so I'd yeah. be more okay with it if right. they hadn't have done so much stupid shit like this in the past, like in the recent past. Right. I, I walked like out just a year ago. <laughs> Facts. Yo, I walked out the bathroom and like they showed that shit on whatever, and I was like, wait, that Kevin Owens show featuring Alexa Bliss. And I was like, I was like, it's not Monday. I literally had to tell myself, like, yo, it's not Monday. What, what is happening mm-hmm. here? So I had to go back and find out, oh, that's what that's why it happened. So Kevin wants to know why Alexa Bliss is, like, wilding out or whatever. And she's explaining about the fiend. Kevin Owens Specifically, like, he said she is brainwashed. And she was like, yes, my brain has been washed. In that exact tone of voice. That's hilarious. And it was creepy as hell. Yeah, and then, you know, he told or she told him to let him in. And then, of course, you know, on cue. Interesting. Mandible claw. Yeah. And then they walked out hand in hand. Alexa and the fiend. So, yeah. So, so she's really letting him in. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I think I'm okay with it. I mean, if you're going to do it fucking do it. Right, like we say, if you're it's gonna do it, go go all in. Yeah. That's all we ask. Plus, you know, maybe The Fiend will stop getting the freaking world title belt for at least a few months now. Yeah, let's pray. Let, let's pray for that, because he doesn't need it. I mean, he's definitely not taking off a of Roman, so, you know, we have that going for us. Now, bro, you know you're gonna have to help me with this one, because what in the actual hell... The Lucha House Party and Matt Riddle versus King Corbin and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. That garbage. That was probably the worst part of it. Definitely the worst part of let's the Let's grab a let's grab a let's grab two feuds and have a six man tag. Well, they do that all the time. My problem is <laughs> why these six people? Wait, wait, wait. Before before you say anything else, Will, who you think won? The faces or the heels? Mm. Who who are the heels? Uh, King Corbin, Shinsuke, and Cesaro. Against the Lucha House Party and Riddle? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the logical answer would be the heels, but it's, I'm going to go the other way just because. Damn, you got it right. <laughs> I was so fucking shocked. I had to look at oh. my phone two times. Did you see why Lucha House Party said Kalisto wasn't there? His his mom or grandma, right? Well, I think I forget they made a joke, but I forget what they said now. But it was like 
It was actually kind of funny. It was like the only good part of that whole segment. But now I've forgotten what they said. Oh, oh, what they said his myself. head's getting so big he can't even fit his mask anymore? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Who the hell said like, that? Um, one of the other two, I, I can't tell. <laughs> they get Mike time? Hey, I, I, the Lucha House Party begins oh. TV time lately. What? <laughs> okay, so the people in the match was Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado. Yeah. But Kalisto came out there looking like um looking like a girl that got left or whatever. <laughs> Didn't he he what he had his suit on, like a suit jacket on, but it was unbuttoned halfway? Yeah. <laughs> like like Shane Lee Wan style. Cuban? Like the only thing missing was a cigar and the uh <laughs> and those hats they always have on. Like this is like the most stereotypically Cuban thing you could ever see on TV. Nigga trying to audition yeah. for um Santos for um for Nevada <laughs> El Fantasma. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, the face is on this shit. I'm just like, what in the world, man? Like, why are we still doing this Lucha House Party thing, man? At least yeah, they're missing it. They're missing like, it for WrestleMania. Oh god. At least it seems like they're actually gonna split them up this time. Yeah, the draft should do that, but it's like which uh, one are they separate? Yeah, but if the draft does matter. it, they can't they can't have some weird angle where one of them has to wrestle him in a singles match for no reason. Yeah. How many how many feuds or storylines are they ruined because of the draft where they just said fuck the blow off? <laughs> oh man. You, you already know honestly, what I'm gonna say when we get Honestly, to they might actually do it that way for that one. And I kinda hope they do because I, I don't care. That's the sad part, but I mean, I'm actually I don't even watch Madel, but it's like it's nice to hear about different people for a change. That's why I prefer to hear about SmackDown than Raw because Raw is always that's true. Rerun. True, that. I mean, Raw like, is the always party or getting TV time. Like what the fuck? And this is always and it's been like the Seth last Rollins couple and Dom. weeks, almost a month. Yeah, which is that's like more TV time than they've got in their whole room, consi- at least consistently. Let's just pray Bruce Pritchard is the same. TV time we've gotten in like two years, basically. Were they tag champs at one point? I can't remember. I, I think that was Kalisto and Sin Cara. So they were tag champs. I remember that because they went to NXT and got like huge out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, didn't new Sin Cara? Didn't Sin Cara two leave too? That, yeah, I didn't even realize that until you started back covering the Lucha House Party. I was, I was thinking something sounded off about you. Yeah, Sincara too left, but he didn't get fired, I don't think. Yeah, he left after the feud with um Andrade. Yeah, it was the first asshole got fired. Where Andrade just beat him like every week. Oh, yeah. For like a fucking month. I forgot about that. And then there was that. a pay-per-view pre-show match. Hey, at least, to be fair, at least <laughs> that was kind of to push Andrade. God, yeah, it, I mean, it, was, they, it was supposed to be. They abandoned it, but it was, I mean, know, Selena Vega got some idea. great shit. She was like fucking with the mask and everything. I mean, yes, yeah. That oh, it was good. Yeah, um, was that his first feud on the main roster? It was, yes, because uh, yeah. he was. They were they were presenting him to be babyface, and then he was just like, "No, fuck this!" It just wrecked <laughs> in cars. I remember that. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I remember thinking it was weird. I was like, like they had a match nah. together or something. You did like at the end, he just yeah. turned on him. Or I don't know, it was something like that. Like I'm supposed to believe that the dude called El Idolo is not the bad guy, right? They even said some shit like, "Oh, you know, we got to come together as luchadors." And Andrade wasn't well, that having was, that. 
that would that was probably Vince saying you have to say this because Mexican people belong together. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like Unfortunately. the episode of South Park where um the the new girl is is black and Cartman keeps trying to hook her up with a token because <laughs> black oh people God. belong together. <laughs> Classic. Um. So, Will, do you got do you have any guesses on who the mystery woman from the last couple of weeks finally was? It was revealed. We've been over this a million times, bro. <laughs> I haven't watched the liquor smackdown, and we all know who it is. Well, you, you got to there. You go. I'm about to say no one was shocked about this. Nope. Cor- I'm what is, was what did she things. say? Uh, I don't even remember. Okay, look, I'm, I'm reading I was right slightly now. Slightly heel promo blaming the fans for causing her to lose, and she's saying she's not your oh, princess yeah. anymore. Oh, that's so, right. Heel Carmella, island princess. Which, hey, thank God, she's like much better as a heel. She she had a good face run, but once once like Truth was there, was mo- yeah, I was about to say this because our Truth was with her. Well, because because after Truth, they tried to do that whole little shit where it was like her and Bailey like went way back to NXT days, and it was like, okay, no one believes this shit. I mean, it's true. I get it, but who cares? <laughs> that too. That too. Like, I don't know. Bailey's already already was the super baby face. I didn't need a second super baby face. I got a hot take about Mella later, so I'm saving that one. But yeah, she. Yeah, I was underwhelmed by the reveal. Back. I mean, like I knew it was going to be her, but I was like. I don't know. I feel like you could have revealed this way better than you did. Facts. And if she's going to be a heel again, it's it's going to be better than the first title run. I mean, I'm not automatically throwing her in the title picture, but you know what I'm saying. Because she's, mean, the she's only a lot title better run. now. Wait, did she win it twice? No. No, she won it the one time, yeah. Yeah. She beat Oscar twice. Yeah, she beat and, and Charlotte, unfortunately. Did she beat Charlotte twice? I thought she just beat her the once. Uh, Maybe it was twice. I mean, I, it was just the once. Yeah, it might be. It might be the once. I remember Oscar was twice because it was Charlotte once. I don't Cause, know. Cause, yeah, because she beat Oscar because James what's his face came back dressed as Oscar. That was and still I hilarious. How she beat her the second time. I, yeah, I, the, the shark cage. Oh yeah, the shark cage. That one, yeah. <laughs> Good times, man. Good times. Oh man! Um, last two segments. Um, Sasha Banks cut a promo on Bailey. Da 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 da. da. She says, "You know, we know Bailey's because she's afraid. She still had her neck brace on, and I, I don't know. She talked about having a title match next week. Can we please? Can this please not happen? Oh, please, God, no." I'm praying Bailey attacks her like before, like do a segment like backstage, like Sasha's like first getting into the arena, or you know they they're still faking like they're not in the same arena. But you know she's she's like getting out of her car, and then Bailey just jumps her from behind, you know, smashes her arm or leg or something in the car door. I don't know. Yes, that would yeah, that would work. I'd be fine with it. Like, let's with please that. just do that. We don't need this match. Definitely not this week. We don't need it. A hell in a cell, honestly. Unless again. Bailey's just gonna like destroy her at hell in the cell. I, I wouldn't bet it in, that in, a, in a cell match because she's still wearing the neck brace. So they're trying to give us this, you know, she's not cleared to wrestle. But how's she going for a title match next week? Who, who knows, bro? Uh, let's talk about the new the new phrase that we're going to be using now because um, over here, it don't you know, we had a running joke 
of, you know, Alundra Blaze, a.k.a., you know, when you throw the belt in the trash can. But we're now going to be calling that <laughs> when you Sami Zayn, because he he called us fans out and called out everyone else saying we were plotting against him and he never lost his belt. And he grabbed the quote unquote fake belt that was Jeff's and then threw it in the trash can. <laughs> I feel like I should apologize to Sammy. I didn't do enough to defend his honor as the rightful uh, intercontinental champion. I should have <laughs> tried harder. I that's I apologize, Sammy. It's my bad. Yo, I text you like, yo, did he just throw this shit away? <laughs> that was great though. I love that. I like this segment he did. I think it was the. Oh, it's that same that same one where he was like looking at the belts, and he's like, "Oh, not that one." And then he put he picked up the one that was his. Like this, this is my belt. I love how like it's like a running trend now because you remember we just got this last year when um Daniel Bryan threw away the fucking championship belt for the hemp belt. That was yeah, that was also. Good. <laughs> Although now that I think about it, shouldn't he have recycled that belt? Oh shit! Yeah, that, that was pretty wasteful of him. Damn. Where else you getting this? Where else you getting these type of takes, man? <laughs> um, concluding SmackDown, we had an Intercontinental Championship match between Sami Zayn and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Will, any thoughts on how this match went? You can pretty much guess. Hmm. Nah, you you got to tell me on this one. I don't know. So Sami Zayn retained, of course, but he pulled, and I know. Look, let's go ahead and see how many times we're gonna get this. You know, this, we're gonna get this spot out. He pulled a Molly Holly and had an exposed turnbuckle. Hit Jeff on the exposed turnbuckle or whatever. Boom, retained his championship. Yeah, it was a pretty yeah. solid match, too. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's those two. I wouldn't be mad if they give us the two of them at, at Hell in a Cell. Especially if it's a Cell match. Not that I want to see Jeff Hardy try to kill himself, but still. I mean, anything's better than... Was the was this was this Cell match with Orton last year? No, it was 18, I think. Was it 18? I think. Yeah. Whatever year, though. You know what I'm talking about. The fucking screwdriver. Yeah, we can not do that. And then there was that dope ass spot. I think Jeff was like fucking like swinging at the top of the cell, and Randy just jumps out the way because there was the table set up and shit. Oh yeah, that shit. That shit was very stupid actually because <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton got up like ten seconds before Jeff super Hardy early. Up, so I know he saw the nigga was gone. But that was a good match though, right? <laughs> a lot of those spots are like that though when they miss top rope moves because I feel like they that one was just super it. obvious because of the camera cut because it was a wide cut so you could literally and, see yeah, Randy move true. and Jeff Hardy was still hanging there just looking. and they had their nerve to replay it a couple times exactly I hate when they, that's where they messed up and you know they have like a hundred different cuts pick a better cut on the replay like I know you could do it you cut 20 times per minute hey bro you have like 17 said. cameras Kevin Kevin Dunn is going to tell you, when I'm trying to give people a seizure, you let me work. <laughs> I, hate when, I, normally, I normally don't notice the cuts, but when right. I do, it always makes my head hurt. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, fam, that shit was getting wild and raw underground, fam. 
Yeah, that was real obvious. I think I think it's Yo. just a desensitized thing. I don't think about it either most of the time. But that one raw underground segment I saw was Bro, right. That shit was skipping. So you would have thought it was a damn Blair Witch Project. Bruh. <laughs> Them niggas fought. It was that Braun Strowman Dabakato match. That shit was only yes. a minute long. But it was so many cuts in that one minute. I still, I wonder why they do it. It doesn't, no one else does that. It doesn't make sense. Regular sports don't do it. No one else in wrestling does it. Like, it's not the 1990s. Nobody Stop. likes it, so it's like, why do they keep it? Literally everyone hates it. I don't understand. They're trying to pull off like what Pokemon did on that uh, Polygon or Porygon episode. <laughs> For our fans that aren't, you know, educated on that, there was this one infamous episode of Porygon. Like of Pokemon, excuse me, with the Pokemon Porygon or whatever, and let's just say yeah, over in Japan, right? And a lot of kids in Japan caught seizures. Yeah. That episode is <laughs> now banned. No, it's not. I mean, Loki is a lot yeah. of it's a lot of anime also, where like they. I'm they, pretty they, sure they, they never dubbed that out. episode for that reason. Like, I don't think it's in English. Yo, people talk about that season one of Pokemon was Loki flames. At one point, like a dude pulled a gun out. In the Safari Zone, also never aired in a. That's why, yeah, that's why you never know that uh, Ash caught like thirty some tourists or whatever because there was a gun involved. As, I mean, as, but they didn't, they didn't, they didn't bleep out fucking Jesse with boobs. I mean, excuse me, James. They James sure did. Yeah. I heard they wanted to though, but for some reason they didn't. Uh, didn't get rid of that episode because that's they were always cross dressing. Yeah, too. That's my favorite Pokemon fact though. Because Ash just, like, shows up a few episodes later with, like, it's like 200 Tauros. Oh, no, he, he has Ash. one Tauros with him. Yeah. But he said all the rest of Oak. So, like, all these fucking Tauros are just running around the ranch, like, And, like, crazy. you have no idea where they came from because no one, like, tells you. Right. It's like, when did he catch 200 Tauros? That, what? Just not Ash. track. Um, any final thoughts on SmackDown before we get on to TakeOver 31? Um, pretty solid episode. Once again, better than Raw. Yeah. But no surprises there, so. Nah, it's not hard, honestly, Loki, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, Raw has been slightly better, but that's not saying anything, because slightly better than garbage is still trash. Still <laughs> still trash. Um, let's get on to this shit. That was Friday. Let's get on to what happened on Sunday night. NXT TakeOver 31. Like we talked about last week and everything, did our predictions. Um, I'm pretty sure all of our predictions were correct. Mine weren't. Because I picked Gargano and... and Ellen Candice? Yeah. Because, yeah. I, yeah, I remember saying... Someone had to take a risk. True. Let's get on that Gargano match, man. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Damian Priest, North American title match. Starting off this card. I did not... Uh, I didn't expect it to be the first match. You was you was expecting Velveteen, yeah. Uh, Same. I still feel like that one probably should have been first, but the Gargano man was a good man. bad choice. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Will, uh, your thoughts on Johnny Takeover slash Johnny Dumbass slash you know, all the Johnnies? Like I said, I missed this match, so I don't really know much to say about it. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, but. I, I said I didn't think they were going to do that to Damian Priest that early because you can low-key tell the guys that, like, I mean, Hunter likes 
you know, all NXT, but you yeah. can tell that he really fucks with. I mean, like, I, I can tell they were either, but I was like, they're really selling hard on this like power couple thing. So that look, that's also true. But I was looking at little shit like even because if you remember, uh, he had like one like we like before he was actually Damian Priest. He had like one match as Punishment Martinez, just a yeah. random loss. And even when he wasn't in title contention. He was still in some kind of big spots. True. You know, so I was like, I was like, okay, Hunter likes him. So I think he's gonna have a good little reign. Now, I don't exactly like him as a face, but Yeah, he's okay as a face. Yeah, he, it's I just, just a little weird. Right. Especially I love the whole lift forever. I love the whole when he was jumping people. But hey, it's not terrible. Him and Johnny put on a hell of a match though, which I mean, come on, sh- no shocker. No, yeah. Um, let's get on to the next one or whatever. Kushida versus the Velveteen Dream. That match was way better than I expected. I mean, like, I thought it'd be good, but then it, like, was really good. Yeah, it was very good. It was like watching Crime Stoppers or something. I just have <laughs> two jokes to get off. Did y'all notice this man, Velveteen, was wrestling in polo boots? <laughs> uh, I did not. That's I was too focused on he, his, he uh, did, that, Maybe that's why Kushida was so mad at <laughs> that fashion travesty. Well, shit, and it, I, I love how I like, was Kushida, too busy focused on his uh, his dishwashing gloves he had on. Fam, what was that? <laughs> what were those, man? I I don't like. I don't know what he was going for with that outfit, so I'm not sure. He, he was the on um, the guy back for the future. Oh, he was doing another. Oh, that's right. He was Doc Brown, wasn't he? Yeah. That that. No, I, I guess remember, he was totally Kushida. Yeah, because I remember the hair. One shit. of the commentators said that, and I was like, "Oh, that explains the hair." Okay, I get it now. I, I love it how like sense. okay, okay, I like that. I mean, like Matt, Matt, the match was good, which of course it was good, but like what I didn't really think about until the very end, and I made the joke was, "Yo, so you telling me?" He didn't. He didn't wear like the bubble vest and all that stuff. Or whatever. He's just wearing pants, and now he's a heel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like Sasha with blue hair? Just, oh, okay. Blue hair. Basically. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans now, guys. So you better, you better know. I'm on the dark side. The aggressive soda too. <clears throat> I, 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 I love, and I, I think I've been making this. I, I, not even a joke. I noticed this maybe a little bit ago. Velveteen's facial reactions, yo, are absolute gold. Yes. He's <laughs> always been great at selling stuff, though. Yeah, from the beginning. Like, that's, he, I, he's probably one of the best in NXT when it comes to uh, making stuff look like it actually freaking hurts. Um, the match was good. The result, I'm pretty sure we all called. And yeah. I guess you guys' thoughts on the th- this is a turn, correct? No, uh, I don't think so. No, I, I I thought at first, but then he didn't seem like a heel on NXT this week. Got you. It was just more of him showing an um, aggressive side. I yeah, he's just over Velveteen shit. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Also, well, we'll get to it. But Velveteen like attacked him in the middle of his match this week. So right. Because I think I, I think I tr- like Corey. Did I throw you and say double turn? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking at first, shit. Um, I don't know if it happened before or after this, but I'm going to save it for after this one or whatever. For the NXT, in, the now well, it's been NXT, Cruiserweight title match, uh, Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Which uh, also amazing. But I expected that to be amazing. So. No shocker that this was a great match. Um, somebody had a stat. I can't even remember it now because I feel bad, too. I think they said they can't remember the last time that this belt has been defended on a pay-per-view. Did, trying to remember now? Did Santos not win it at a pay per view? I don't know because he won the tournament. The tournament. Nah, it was on TV. I'm trying to. Huh. I don't think Jordan Devlin won it on pay per view. Nah, no. It, it hasn't been since it was the NXT he won it Cruiserweight in title. It would have been before it was the NXT Cruiserweight title. Call me crazy. I think they I now, now call me crazy. I think they said it was when Tony Nese won it at Mania, but I could be wrong. I'm, that's the last farthest. That's probably the furthest back I can remember because he never defended it on pay per view. Yeah. So it probably was that match. And before that, I remember, yeah, yeah. Because Buddy Murphy had a few pay per view matches, but they were all pre show matches. Yeah. He did have I a for, match. Dang, I forgot Murphy Lee was the cruiserweight champ. Didn't he beat. Um, Never mind, um, because I don't know. Well, does that count? Super Showdown when he beat um. Cedric? All right, bro. Let's let's filler. You know, nah, that. I'm like, that <laughs> I don't even count that for real. Because look, look, that's that's what popped in my head. Because like when you said Murphy, I was like, yeah, Buddy Murphy did beat Cedric or whatever over in Australia. He squashed. Him I'm pretty people. sure Tony Nese at Mania probably really was the last time. Yeah, I think that sounds that's about cool. right to me. But I mean, shout out to these dope wrestlers for you know, and then you know the belt being on pay per view. Yeah, this is probably both of their best matches on WWE too. Uh, what what was the dude's Jeez. name that helped? Yeah, out? definitely. Wait, what? Who? What was the dude's name that helped out Swerve? Do y'all know who that is? Oh, um, that was the first time I've ever seen him. I feel ever. like I recognized his name when they said it, but now I can't remember what it is. I was watching something, and they was like, yeah, he's been on the oh. indies, man, but he's really dope. I'm like, I mean, everyone they get is dope. Like, come on. I'm going to look on Wikipedia. I did ask thought that was no way he when he first ran out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that uh, would have been something. Bro, it, it dead ass made me think of like AEW. I, mean, I, whatever. Do, I do love No Way Jose, so. <laughs> Let's see. It, it made me think about AEW, whatever, when they got Little Swole, and it was like, wait, who is this chick? <laughs> we ain't seen her since. She was just there to team uh, the big show. They let, they let Brooke cut a promo later and everything. Right. It was like, well, who is this? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> It took Lucha House Party two years to get a mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my second Molly Holly reference right here, though. The exposed <laughs> turnbuckle. Stop. Hey, babe, I ain't gonna lie too. Yo, Swerve sold the fuck out of that shit too. He was right, he turned he shit. Days oh. he he definitely missed, but he sold it right. like he was dead. Like it worked. <laughs> like fuck it, he sold it so good. I don't even care. Corey, you got his, something? His name was Ashante Adonis. I think I've heard his name before, but that's about it. You that sounds it? like a Vince McMahon name. Like, it's a, it like, really did Vince touch him already? It could Same be. Name? I'm not sure. The Ashante Adon- Adonis? Is that what you said? Yeah. That's a, that's fact, a fucking name. <laughs> that's like, that made me think of Michael Bivens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Remember the homie that was like the manager for them two dudes that were dope who we've not seen in months now? Maybe no. since like, pandemic? We saw Bivens like two months ago, I think. I mean, he's been in the crowd. Who is that? Nah, he he had a TV segment because he. I missed that. He, he had an interview. He said something. He said something funny. He was like pissed off, but he said like, "I'm," and then like a funny adjective, pissed. But I forget what he said. Oh well, you know we're talking about that dude that was like I managing like the tribal version of the OV. He's the short, bald, black guy. Yeah. Oh, you talking about um. I know you're talking about because he used to be on um, Evolve, but I, they changed it. It's name. either Michael, yeah. it's, it's either Michael or Malcolm Bivens. I think it's Malcolm. But I it's both the same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally the same name or closer to the name. His name was like edition. Stogley before some shit. It was like Stogley. But I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I ne- I've never seen him on NXT, but I do. I remember they, when they signed him. He's only been up there a couple of times. <clears throat> He was dope though. I mean, I like that tag team too. I don't yeah, know. He's a good manager. Wait, what I, tag I, team yeah, was he managing? I, I, I can't remember their names, dude. But like, we saw them before the pandemic because we look yeah. like they, they look like they were about to take over, and then it's kind of disappeared. Yeah, like I vaguely remember him managing a tag team, but that's about it. And I mean, you know, NXT's a little bit smaller, so these—I mean, who's to say these dudes are just huge? But they look like you know, massive compared to like everybody else they were squashing. True. Yeah. It was literally tribal AOP. Yeah. I'm saying. Oh, yeah, okay. Weren't they, were they like Indian? Yes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. okay, I remember them now. Yeah, yeah, they were dope, though. Um, I guess our final thoughts about this match, of course, everybody interfered. We all knew that was going to happen. That's why I knew Santos was going to win. I mean, you got to keep, I mean, you know. I ain't gonna lie, they had me, this one of the few matches, they had me sold for a second. I really thought Swerve was about to win. Hey, it looked yeah, like me too. Did. Like, uh, when he kicked out of the, uh, yeah, the he Phantom kicked out Driver. Of the driver. Yeah, and then especially when they were like, no one's ever kicked out of the, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, he's, 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 he's gonna win this match. Like, right, they, right, because I'm like, they, if they did that much to protect it, you know, yeah, something's gotta happen. Like, like, right, like, that's really you, when I thought he was gonna win. And the like, kickouts that really don't mean shit no more. But this was one that was <laughs> yeah, right. This was one I was like, I don't know. I think they might have me going on this one. They had me sold for a minute for sure. But this is probably the most important the cruiserweight titles felt since they brought the shit back. That's about to say so ever. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give Santos that much. Even though I, I would, I, I was rooting for Swerve at the end, so I kind of want him to be the champ now. Yeah, I kind of want to Swerve. Actually, no, nah, I really wanted Swerve to win. Let's keep it. Uh, I'm going like, to be honest. Yeah, the match has a light mode. I mean, shit, we've been rocking with Swerve since me. that, uh, that first tournament. For sure. Yeah, like, I was going into it. Like, I, I would like for Swerve to win, but I think Santos should win. About halfway through, I was like, I really want Swerve to win now. Honestly. But this was a this was a match like you know this was his shot and he this was one of the better matches so he'll get his push at some point. Yeah, that, that match was oh man, wow. That was a that was a make or break match for him. I mean Escobar already been getting pushed, but Swerve's probably going to get a push now. Yeah, if anybody yeah. watched that match and wasn't impressed by Swerve, were you even actually watching that match? Honestly, that was we've been saying it too. Mm. He hasn't he hasn't had a bad match. That's true. True. He just doesn't get. Very many opportunities. Battery loses. I think that's going to change. It better change. I'm sure it will. Triple H is an idiot. So true. 
even if Ryback seems to think so. But it's neither here nor there. I wouldn't yeah, go off of Ryback's opinion. Yeah, look, look, we're not gonna get <laughs> we're not gonna get Corey started on Ryback. Trust. That's what that's what I said when I read his opinions on Triple H. I was like, "You're Ryback. I, I don't care. You're Skip Sheffield, I, bro." He was, he was calling somebody dangerous though. The I remember they said he was shooting somebody. He called somebody dangerous. Right, I cannot remember Skip who he was shooting on, but he said the nigga was dangerous. <laughs> Come on, bro, not you. That, that no, oh. that'd be like Nia Jack calling somebody dangerous. Get the, get out, hey, bro. What's that? What's that pot got to do, man? You already know. Um. You know what so, my biggest thing is though? This man got three consecutive world title shots. Who was he mad at? He shouldn't have been in one, and he got three of them. Hey, from what, I, I, from what I heard, they were mad at than a motherfucker. Yeah, didn't they say they were mad because like he was supposed to be better than what he was? That and he kept he kept doing the uh, jackhammer without permission. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and wow. they pretty much pissed off everyone in the back. Basically, but he, he was actually to open. everyone. That's the crazy. He thing. was too. I'm not gonna lie. I was a Ryback fan at first. After I, until the third title shot, and the Goldberg like, thing was Ugh. just too. I, I was done after the first match because I was even thinking like like it was like the original Seth Rollins versus the Fiend because I was just thinking like there's no good outcome to this match. Like there was nothing good that could come from it. Yeah, like, I thought should lose, but Ryback yeah. didn't need to win either. So it was like, how are they gonna make it work? And then they did that shitty ass finish with the rim. And yeah. niggas was hot. And Ryback was never the same after that. I thought they were gonna give him the belt in the second title match. And then the shield interfered. And I'm like, okay. And then he got a third title match and the shield interferes again. And now it's just And like, then think no. about this. Then he goes to WrestleMania, loses to Mark Henry, and then gets oh, a title God. shot the next month and loses to him. The nigga and didn't the shield interfere in that one too? I'm pretty sure they did. I think they, because they interfered like three in a row. And it's just like. They just killed fucking right back over. And he yeah, lost it's like somebody hates right back. And they first pay per view match. They, he just <laughs> he kept sure did. When he lost to Mark Henry, like Goldberg, was, was that the Hall of Pain? Uh, I think that was after the Hall. Well, technically, yeah, it was still the Hall of Pain. It was like the end of it. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, right before he went with the Salmon suit and tricked John Cena. That's still one. That's one of my all-time favorite role moments. Uh, it was just greatness. I still remember it like yesterday. I remember I was like, man, Mark Henry's actually retiring. Bro, I was, in, I was in full smart mode. I already knew mm-hmm. he was gonna turn on him, but I could just tell everybody else believed it. Like they were showing motherfuckers in the crowd crying. I'm like, oh, this shit about to be great. I already knew what was about to happen. And niggas ate that shit up. I sure did. They had me fooled. And then when the, the he gets Cena, I was like, oh my God. God. that man came out in a salmon suit. I said, Yeah, this is a fucking this is a mm-hmm. fucking work. We've never seen Mark Henry in no suit. Do you know what the worst part is? They actually should have given him that belt. Everybody yeah. said that. I didn't believe it at the time, but looking back, he was that hot. Like they really yeah. gave him the belt. Like you didn't have to, you know, just for a month or two. At the time, he, it just seemed unrealistic. I'm like, he's not being Cena, but you right. right. Like you, you can let Cena take it back. How legendary that segment was. They should have right. capitalized. Like you can let Cena take it back month. a month or two, in like later. two or three months. Yeah, yeah. Something. Like come on, like Mark should have just at the. Like the last, like actual angle of, of his pain. career, yeah. 
And probably Mark Henry's best gimmick in his entire WWE run. That's not even a question. I'm about to say, yeah, it wasn't hard low key either. Yeah. I mean, it's that. I mean, no, no, no. The Hall of Pain was hard. I'm saying it wasn't hard to like surpass sexual chocolate and, you know. Yeah, that was an easy thing. I don't even remember. The World's Strongest Man thing really wasn't even a gimmick. Hey, that I mean, was, it was dope. I like that. That was just Mark Henry. The right, that was like dope, dope. you know. But, yeah. Um, it, it's hilarious. A, a week after, you know, I came up here as Mook Hogan and. You know, I said, you know, fuck the Hulk, it's the Mook, brother. We get the return of a classic WCW pay-per-view. NXT Halloween Havoc, October 28th, hosted by Shotzi Blackheart. Great. <laughs> Yo, what's y'all's, what's y'all's thoughts fun. on this? And um, do you guys have any um, Halloween Havoc memories? Because I do not. Of a pay-per-view that hasn't aired in 20 years? I might go back four. and watch one if I'm bored. But oh, I was, the only Halloween having memory I probably have is the Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio match because I, I used say, to have the Eddie Guerrero seen, DVD. I've seen that match so many times. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen one because I've seen that match, and I think I might have only watched that match. I had, I remember one other one. I didn't watch it, but like I saw something about it on YouTube. That's but like, it was the one where like they Goldberg put some dude. I don't know. It might have been. I feel like that was. A, I think that was a Halloween habit that had. No, it wasn't. That was Stampede. I can't remember outside of Eddie. And, I can't remember yeah. any Halloween having matches off the top of my head, and I, I'm ashamed of myself right now. Luke. The only other one I know was when they did that battle royale with like all the uh, gimmick wrestlers, and they put. I want to say Abdullah the Butcher in an electric chair. Jesus an actual Christ. electric chair. <laughs> I've heard about that. that. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I haven't seen the whole match, but I've seen like clips of it, and it's uh, you want to see a clusterfuck mm. of a match? You gotta watch that bit. That yeah. thing was everything yeah. I've done with the butcher still scares me to this day as a grown man. <laughs> that's yeah, that's about right. It it, it should. I've see, seen I'm, some I'm old that, Abdullah the Butcher matches, and uh, they are not pretty. Wait, like, I know, I know, eighties WWE pre- is like freeze ECW. <laughs> like I know, eighties WWE is kind of sterile, but um, I don't think anybody gave Abdullah that memo. No, him Not or um, oh, it's the other dude, the dude that got murdered in Puerto Rico. R.I.P. Uh, Bruder, Bruiser, Brody. Yeah, Bruiser, Brody. Yeah, Bruiser Brody. Yeah, those two did not get that memo. Jesus. I don't want no smoke. Like I think I saw a Hogan Bruiser Brody cage match once. That was uh that was like some nineties type stuff. My my favorite is the one with him and Lex Luger when the nigga ran and he jumped out he got the fuck out the cage because oh, no yeah, because Bruiser started hitting him stiff or whatever because he was pissed off. And he was no selling all of his moves, so Lex was like, What the fuck was I supposed to do? So Bruiser just got out of the cage. <laughs> he got out of the cage. Did he blame him? Hell no. That's one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen though. Probably one of the first time K Fate was broken on camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, so this like, is about Andre the Giant type stuff. Facts. Uh, this is about to get a little crazy, man. Well, at least the shit after it. But uh, 
our for you know NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Also, an incredible match. I need yeah, to go back and watch their first match because I know that was really good too. You haven't you haven't seen that match? No, no, no. We we saw it when it first happened. I'm sorry, I, mean, yeah, I need to go back and watch it again because remember oh, it was okay. it was yeah, flipped. You know, like. They were flipped heel and face or whatever. That's one of my favorite NXT women's matches of all time. Yeah, the first one was up there. Which, like we keep saying or whatever, no shocker there. I mean, come on. Yeah. And when EO won, I was like, okay, cool. You know, we got it. And then we immediately yeah. got... Well, yeah, yeah, anyway. Well, I mean, I, I told you after Johnny lost, I was like, "Yeah, I don't think Candice got." That's it. true. It's, when he lost, I definitely knew she. Oh, was lose. matter of fact, how could I even skip it? Too, I almost forgot. Um, we almost got the the Bailey shit or whatever, where Johnny came out there with the ref shirt. Oh yeah, he oh, definitely yeah. stole the Bailey. Yeah. I'm gonna so, need her to send him a cease and desist. So, like, do you have to go to ref school, like, or can you just put on a ref and you and you're like, it's it's like Kirby, you know what I'm saying? You absorb the powers. It's definitely like Kirby. Okay. <laughs> the dumbest part of it all was the riff, like, fussing with him about the shirt. Like, nigga, you got one on yourself. Like, he specifically you said, give me my shirt back. He was like, give me my shirt. Like, right. bro, you, you know, have a shirt to, on. You have one on, nigga. Just see, do your job. see, if they were to do that line, Johnny should have straight up taken the riff's actual shirt off and put it on. Right. That would have been way, and it would have been more time consuming. Like, okay, let me take it off. And then you had a nigga right. to take the shirt off or something. You're not qualified to, you're not qualified to wear this shirt. <laughs> like, the, he really was mad about the shirt. Like, <laughs> like I know it's a mark of pride. <laughs> Hey, that's what. Hey, no, nah, I'm gonna start keeping that same energy, or whatever. Like, yo, y'all got mics. Y'all ain't podcasters, though. Okay. <laughs> but no, nah, that shit was funny, yo. But of course, he still got this victory. Uh, Tony Storm pops up on um, not really the Jumbotron or whatever we want to call it, one of the screens. Instead, she's back in NXT. That was. Wow. I got excited. I was like, oh shit, she's okay, she's back. And they got her over. They got her across seas. So, hey, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, they got all right, cool. I guess. Yeah. Uh shout out to oh, homies or whatever. Yeah. I listened to them and they was like, you know, maybe she can bring Pete down with her. Nah, I think they're giving him a feud on UK. You said with uh Walter, right? Well now I don't know because he's defending the title against uh the Druganov guy in like three weeks. So I'm not sure. That might just be a one-off match, though. The one that Cesaro know. beat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Okay. Which I might check out, because he's pretty good. Yeah, he's decent. Did he wrestle Finn Balor, too? I think he wrestled Finn Balor. He did. He, yeah, he, he lost to Finn, too. Yeah, that was a really good match. His match I was about to say, his match with Finn, look, he was better than his match with Cesaro. But oh, no, nah, he was. was good. It, it was. was. But they also got, like, 30 minutes for that, or, like, 20-ish minutes for that. The Cesaro match was a pre-show match, I think. I'm trying to think. What's that pre-show? It was at a weird time for us. It was either pre-show or it was like a special event. It was a surprise match. It was like an open challenge. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. And then we figured out who the returning, you know, person to NXT was. And it wasn't Bo Dallas. Corey, how upset were you? Well, it was in Bermuda, so I wasn't upset at all. I, I thought you were going to be ready to bow leave, man. 
I mean, I still am, but I'll take Ember Moon over Bo Dallas. No, no disrespect, Bo, but I mean, apparently the internet called it because you know, like apparently there was a little shot on the motorcycle where they passed (laughs) by a takeover, and Ember Moon was one of the people on the you know the like whatever you call it. And I mean, hey, Ember Moon back in NXT. We're gonna talk about her later. So. Tony Storm and Ember Moon back. I mean, this was already the deepest women's division, and it just keeps getting deeper. Like, come on, man. Like, I can almost wish they put Ember on Raw or SmackDown, but his, and she'll be back on NXT. I mean, so. was she is she coming back from injury or was she on? I mean, because sometimes we we think people are injured and they're on fucking main event for God's sakes. You know, no, she was injured because she okay. got like double surgery. Hmm. So on to our main event. Fucking amazing ass match. Matt Classic for the NXT Takeover. Excuse me, Takeover. The NXT World Championship. Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. I think that's uh, this might be the best WWE match I've seen this year. I was gonna ask I know why I just said that about before. the ladder match, but I mean, wow, this match was amazing. Kurt Angle is proud. I think a lot of people are proud. Like, this shit was good. Like, I mean, attacking, what was it? Is his kidney? Yeah, this match was like uh, Timothy Thatcher, Matt Riddle levels of brutal. <laughs> Except for, look, teeth stayed intact. And then twice as good on top of that. Was well, it sure both their mouths busted intact, open? But Finn, Finn broke his jaw. Yeah, his jaw broke <laughs> in like two okay. spots. Dang. He might have to. He might have to vacate the title. Nah, he said he's not. He already said he wasn't. So then Kyle busted his shit at one point in the match. They said he gonna yeah. be out at least a month or two, at least a month or some shade. So I don't know what they gonna do about that. They have some bad luck right now with that man. Well, they're that not gonna have a, the title. They're not. Their next takeover is not for a while, so that doesn't even matter. Well, true. I'm about to say, we'll see about you know everything going to the Survivor Series. They'll figure something out. We trust. We we trust Triple H. Plus, he like Finn came on TV yesterday and said he's not giving the belt up. Yeah. Um, he got surgery though. Yeah, but they already knew that when he said that yesterday. So this shit after the match. Of course, we're going to talk about it, you know, more like when we get to NXT too. But like Rich Holland <laughs> carries Adam Cole and just drops him off. Yeah, that was. And the Undisputed Era was like, do you, got, do you know what happened, Finn? Do you know what happened? It's like Finn's been wrestling the last 30 minutes. <laughs> like what in the hell, man? Threw me for a loop because I definitely thought they were attacking Kyle during this match or after. I don't know. I thought we were possibly going to get a breakup. I'm glad we didn't. Well, I wasn't expecting a clean finish. I thought they were going to accidentally cause him to lose. I'm glad they didn't. The clean finish was definitely the way to go in hindsight. And the way and the show of respect was really dope. Yeah. Had to after that match. It was great. I mean, I was just like, well, damn, okay. Rich Holland to the moon right here. Okay. And it turns out he's injured. Ah, 
you right. I'm getting right into that one because that happened shit yesterday. Any final thoughts on Takeover Thirty One? Way better than Takeover Thirty, and I mean Takeover Thirty was good, but this best WWE show of the year, I think. Hmm. I don't even think it was the best Takeover of the year, but it was really good. What do you think was the best Takeover of the year? Portland was best. Yeah, it's true. Portland was really Portland good. Portland was really good. Oh man! Oh man! So I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this one. You guys ready for Monday Night Raw? Oh, um, we started this shit off with Randy in the back. You know, not with his night vision goggles, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell style. Talking about how he had to destroy the legends and everything. <laughs> and I loved how he said, like, you know, people were trying to run away and shit, but he could see all of them. And I was like, bro, <laughs> beating them all in like 15 seconds. Like, who, who's trying to run? That, that's the crazy. Like, Big Show, Big Ass just pissed me off more than anything. The whole lot of <laughs> He was just able to hit all of them niggas, like, in the span of 10 seconds. Like, nobody knocked them out. Or no, no. I, I, bro, you know how many times I watched that video? I watched this shit like four times. It won't niggas ain't make no noise, nothing. <laughs> I'm still weak about how Sean was laid out. Bruh. <laughs> but uh now we got, you know, uh Randy Drew confirmed for Hell in a Cell. I think Drew went in there and attacked him or whatever. He like popped yes, up in the he, booth. Yes, he did. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about them having another match. Like I know it'll be good, especially if it's a cell match. But it's like, damn, Randy, give someone else a chance. Hey, fuck yeah, it. Go, you are, you already it. lost both matches. Right, that, that's what I'm saying. Fuck right. it. Can we go ahead and say, like, if Randy don't win this Dolph time, this shit is over, stuff. right? It, it better be. If Randy's got to win. Honestly, Randy should win at this point. If like it just makes this feel completely pointless if he loses again, because this don't really do yeah. shit for Drew McIntyre. It's, it's, it's turning into it's turning into everything Will said about Apollo Cruz and MVP. Like what the fuck is um what the fuck is Apollo still setting the challenges for? You keep beating them. <laughs> or the Street Profits and Andrade and Angel Oh Carson. God, they kept well, beating them. Niggas. We ain't got to worry about that no more. Andrew Garza's out for God knows how long. That's true. Yeah, I saw an article like yesterday. I didn't read it, but the headline was um, that Vince is finally giving up on, or not giving up on, but like split the those two up for good. And uh, now Jesus. I'm like, well, no wonder. Of course he did. One of them is going to be out for six months. How about, so I got, I got split him up. He got a I'm not happy, bro. I'm not happy he got hurt, but this the split is the best thing for both of them. Yes, 100%. I got some words about them or whatever, but before that, we are at Will's favorite part of the entire week. Are you ready for a six woman tag match? Oh God! <laughs> the fact that they could find six they women on six that depleted roster. Wait, the faces, <laughs> the faces: Oscar, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke versus Lita Vega, Natty, and Lana. 
Yikes. This man speaks. Yeah. It was it. That was the opening match. <laughs> That's the worst. Dana Brooke, Oscar, and Nandy Rose. Like, no, this as no, a team. You, you want to know what's the funniest part about this whole shit? You already know the Hills won't win in this shit. Was the, was, was I thought you were about to say that for a second. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Get mad. Oh. Well, no, no. You already know the faces won this shit because Oscar wasn't losing or whatever. No. But, I mean, if Dana would have called, it would have been one thing. But at some point, and, and Corey was watching, so maybe he can explain this shit. I don't know. But at some point, apparently fucking uh, Shayna and uh, Nia came out. Oh, God. And Shayna threw Lana through a table again. <laughs> Bruh. Now, they out of pocket now. Bruh, they out of pocket. I thought I threw another just table. Say, if you got a problem, just say that. How many, bro? How many times have they done this shit? Like, what's the? This is like the, the well. This is like the third, at least the third time. <laughs> yeah. We got four weeks. This has nah, happened. The best part is they had their own match on Monday. Like they had their own stuff to do, and they still did. Right, that. they got a match later on. What did they came out, do to them? But, like, what's the story behind this? But they don't respect them as a tag team. That's I think it's cool. Like, <laughs> or they just keep. Why they don't never put Natty through a table? It's got to be Lana. Oh, and that daddy was getting beat up or something. I don't know. Nah, who knows? She couldn't help out her partner. This is getting like Lana just needs to stop showing up. <laughs> yeah, go join her husband in AEW. She she got a newer contract. I heard. She uh, there for like, a minute. Like recently? Oh, she, I mean, I know. I mean, not money, recently, recently, but like not too long ago. Interesting. So they see more money in her than Rusev. Like they still give her money. I think she signed and Rusev didn't. Yeah, because Rusev no, didn't nigga, resign. Nigga, Stevie Wonder knew Rusev won't coming back. So for them to offer her a contract is like, that's crazy. Hey, fam, you got to talk to them. They in the same household. <laughs> you can't put through tables. Um, our truth was backstage, like, thinking about how, you know, doing what we about to do or whatever and trying to figure out who's going to go to Raw, who's going to go to SmackDown. He was joking about maybe some of the ninjas can go to SmackDown. Maybe some of Bray Wyatt's puppets can come to Raw. Baby Vince McMahon can go to a different show. Can we, can we send Huskis the pig boy to that <laughs> as, as a wrestler? I want Abby the Witch, bro. I just want to see Huskis the puppet wrestle. Or, or what's no no? Well, you need Rambling Rabbit or what's the fucking um? This, nah, the, Rambling Paul Rabbit Hayman? died last week. He got eaten again. By, uh, Mercy the Vulture. Yeah, man, he's like Mercy Aiden. He's coming back. He literally said, "No, not again, man." Uh, <laughs> but now he's doing all that shit, and then Drew Gulak came out and like rolled him up. Of course, you know, new twenty four seven champion. Uh, Ricochet got recruited to the Hurt Business. You know, I mean, we're gonna talk about this in a little bit. Yeah, I did not like that segment. Well, I like that part. I didn't like the next part of it. I just love how like. I mean, just to, I want you guys to think of it like about this in real life or whatever. No kayfabe and everything. If I kept like, let's say we you kept getting your ass beat, but they're like, oh, you know, you we want you to join us or whatever. Why am I gonna fuck with you? Yeah, but it's get down and lay down mentality. <laughs> I guess you gonna you gonna keep getting beat up or you gonna join the people doing the the ass whipping? I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. That's basically why Cedric Alexander joined. He literally said that. That is true. I feel like it's just, if they're going to do that, they would have done it a lot sooner. 
Nightwing's they got problems now, so now they got to recruit more bodies. N- Nightwing mm. cannot be turned evil, man. Come on. <laughs> For everyone that doesn't know, whatever, when he rest- when Ricochet wrestled AJ Styles in that title match or whatever back in the day, he dressed up as Nightwing. When he hit one of the craziest fucking moves I've ever seen, when like I think he like ran the ropes and hit like a fucking Hurricane Rana on the yeah, I remember that Gallows or something. Crazy, um, somehow, well, not even somehow, whatever. Of course, you know, we had to, whatever. We got into a match with uh, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, and Murphy versus Dominic and Humberto Carrillo. Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I understand this, but I feel like it's the same thing I said the past six weeks. Well, you'll be shocked about the result, though. Dominic and Humberto won? No, Murphy had the pin. I think he uh, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm not, I mean, I knew Dominic was going to lose, so it's not that surprising. Yeah. So you're going right, uh, going you'll right see. on through there. Right, yeah, going right on mm-hmm. through there. Uh, so Braun Strowman is just on Raw, you know, because he's like, you know, I, uh, where's Raw Underground? Someone's gonna get these hands, and like Adam Pierce is just like, uh, Raw Underground isn't around right now. So apparently, Raw Underground is possibly defunct. We don't even fucking know. Wait, I don't wait, wait. Does that mean Adam Pierce canceled Raw Underground? Because if so, he's already the best Raw GM of all time, and he's not even the Raw. How's GM. he? Have, how's he have more power than Shane? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the part that's killing me. <laughs> How's Adam Pierce got more clout than Shane? That's Shane's thing, right? Hey, Shane's not an authority figure anymore for now. Oh, until okay. next year. So just just like well, just wait till we get to like why Braun is like, you know, he, he just said, I don't care. You gotta find somebody for me to fight since I can't fight anybody because someone's gonna get these hands. He's just on raw because you know, people can, you know, wild card bike bitches. Oh, <laughs> The Kevin Owens show next and with guest um, uh, Bron- or, yeah, I see, I'm still struck on Bron- uh, with guest Bray Wyatt but Kevin Owens is like yo so you know, I-, I dealt with The Fiend on Friday and they're, you know, I get what they're saying now like when The Fiend touches you it's like something in you just changes and he was just saying this whole promo like freaked out like when it's Kevin Owens of course it was dope you know and he's talking about like how just everything with the fiend is crazy, and we're thinking the fiend's about to come out and attack him and all that shit. And uh, Alistair Black attacked him, bro. Like, where's this going? He already beat him twice. That's funny. Yeah, I you know, whatever. Don't worry. I bet they send KO to SmackDown. Right, I was, I I got that written because I'm like one or the two is gonna happen. Um, so back to Braun because right after Braun said someone's gonna get these hands, they showed Keith Lee in frame. So we're getting now. I'm gonna say this or whatever, and Corey can bat me on this or whatever, bro. And also, audience, you know, y'all saw this shit. We got Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee in an exhibition match. They made sure to say exhibition match like fucking 12 times. Of course they did. And then on commentary, it's like, this exhibition match, so this this doesn't count to either of their record. Yeah, I want to point out most 
most WWE matches <laughs> are exhibition <laughs> matches. This isn't AEW. Right. Oh, and then someone was like, yo, what do you mean it doesn't count in their record? So wins and losses matter now? Not 50-50 booking? So basically, whoever lost, they just say, oh, it's not really a loss. For Pretty much. Whoever. But but you, you want to guess how it is? So I'm assuming Braun lost, because why would they protect Keith Lee like well, that? Well, this is my thing. Well, Keith Lee's apparent gimmick is his matches don't fucking end, or they just end Ooh. in some bullshit or whatever, because they, they it ended in a fucking count out, because they were on the outside just beating each other down and throwing each other through the rails and shit. So they protected both of them. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they had to announce it, but yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. Thing, I don't even understand why do matches like that where you don't want either person to lose. Like, well, why not just have them fight somebody else? Yeah, it'd be I mean, different if they did it every now and again, but it's like all the time. Now. Corey can tell you, like, I mean, the quote-unquote match, if you even want to call it that, the exhibition, it was dope, but it was just two giant yeah. dudes just throwing each other through shit. It was pretty much yeah. part two of what we saw between Braun Strowman and uh, Bobby Lashley, that false count anywhere shit. Hmm. But not that long. It was literally like what? But did it even go five minutes, bro? After the count? I mean, the count out was quick as fuck. It, it might have so. went like three to four minutes. So yeah, that that was a thing to happen—an exhibition match. That's random. Um, got another Bianca Belair uh, vignette this week. You remember last week she was just smoking everybody in um, hurdles. To the point I they didn't like race her anymore. This was funny. So last week she was the fastest. Now this week she's the smartest because we got like her and a bunch of random like chicks or whatever playing board. Like well, they playing some type of board game. Trivial and Bianca pursuit. Just, right, right. So Bianca just like she smoked everybody because no one else was like smart enough to even answer. Yeah, hey, it was I mean, great. If, if it leads to her getting. A shot, like a title shot, or just even, you know, anything but her being on main event, I'm cool with it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be kind of lame at first, and then, like, I watched it, and I'm like, nah, yeah, it was I like it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, funny, funny, and, like, like it. it's like, you could you could take it seriously, even though, um... Right. Our, our guy that, you know, does six stars on a five-star rating system said, I don't know about the whole track thing or whatever. And it's like, dude, how often Wait, do they Dave, reference that she was Dave a track? said he didn't said that? Apparently. But she's Apparently. literally a track Well, literally right, was a like, track star. <laughs> how many times have they fucking referenced thing. it? Right. Like, like, we know this to be facts. And they referenced it all the fucking time. I was like, are you, like, what is happening here? I was, I don't know, bro. I just had to mention that because I was like, what? Is he has he not been watching? So next we had uh oh more 24-7 shit. Our truth came out of a trash can to uh pin gulak and become what is he where is he at? Like 45, 46? He's somewhere in the 40s. At least 43. I told you this nigga's gonna he, he's gonna beat he's gonna beat me in episodes at this point. He's gonna get past like two hundred before this year's over with. It feels like it like <laughs> he loses the belt twice an episode. The shit was cool like four months ago, but goddamn. <laughs> so um next we have to go back to the shit we was going with earlier or whatever. So we have Bobby Lashley. And Shelton Benjamin representing the Hurt Business versus Apollo Crews and Ricochet. 
Bro, I'm, I'm about to get off the call. Like, what are we even talking about? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You didn't watch the same episode from last I week. I swear to accident. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm not doing it. This is not a new episode. You want to guess how it ended? <laughs> Come on, you know it. You know how it ended. <laughs> I know Ricochet ain't win shit. I know that. Okay, but 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 who but but who 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 lost the match? Ricochet. No, mm. Bob, Bob put Bob put Apollo Cruz in the hurt lock. Oh well, I mean that was what I knew. Them niggas lost. <laughs> there, was no, there was no other way. So they after, have Ali in their corner. So. Well, uh, so, so after this, um, Mustafa Ali, um, he went backstage where the Hurt Business was at and was like, he called him out and was like, you know, you guys might be all big and bad, but I'll come to the ring by myself later on. He better off than going out there with them two niggas. <laughs> so I didn't tell you this shit or whatever. So um, early, after earlier or whatever, uh, Murphy was mad. Murphy was mad with Seth Rollins, and he was like, you know, blah, 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 you should apologize to Aaliyah Mysterio, and he's like, uh, you know, okay, whatever, and Seth was like, no, I'm not gonna apologize, you should apologize to me, or whatever, I didn't show more text messages I saw on your phone that y'all had back and forth, so Murphy went and started to attack Seth, or whatever, with a kendo stick, Seth like played it off like, oh no, 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 bro, I'm good, chill out, chill out. And then, you know, caught Murphy off guard, got the kendo stick, started to beat his ass until Aaliyah Mysterio came out there and jumped in front or whatever to defend, you know what I'm saying, defend Murphy. And then Seth backed down. Ray and all the rest of the family came out there, and Dominic was like, What are you doing? Look what he look what they did to our family. Look at dad's eye. <laughs> As they walked back up the ramp, like they just kept saying, "How could you do that or whatever?" Look what they've done to our family. What are you doing? Look what you do. Like he's been beating us up for months. Yeah. <laughs> My dad, dad has a Mr. Potato Head eye. Like what? Is <laughs> <laughs> like does Seth not have nothing else to do? Because once again, this is like the same shit. He beat. Like how does Murphy keep going back? They'll be cool when this week. He's been beating Murphy up for like a month. I don't know. This time it seems like they're actually gonna break them up, right? When he busts his face on the steel cage, I kind of thought that was the selling point, but who knows? Well, he had Murphy brainwashed up till now. Oh shit! He looked like he was about to sacrifice on Monday, right? Yeah, he did look like he was about until Aaliyah came out there. Yeah, that's when Aaliyah. Yeah, yeah. I wish he would sacrifice him for real. Man. <laughs> Let it be done, over with. What else? What is there to gain from this feud? <laughs> I, look, I promise we're almost done. We're, we're almost done. Everything else is kind of new, kind of, kind of. Um. Uh, next, we got uh, women's tag team title match between the champs Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright. Um. Ruby's arm has to be destroyed because Shayna just obliterated her. I literally didn't even pay attention to this match. I thought Liv was going to throw in the towel, man, because, I mean, Ruby was just getting fucking destroyed. And then, I mean, low-key Shayna, I mean, Nia wasn't really a factor in this match. Uh, and she shouldn't have been. Yeah, well, I was, that's when I text you, bro, at one point or whatever, like, Nia, like, fucking 
through living to like you know like the apron like a couple times and shit and I was like god can we check on Liv make sure she's okay but yeah they lost yeah. I mean that's, that's not really much of that but yeah so on to Mustafa Ali versus MVP this match was about to get started. Next thing we know, you know, Retribution's music hits. So, you know, the GOATs, T-Bar, Mace, and Slapjack came out there with some of the other minions or whatever the hell we calling them, you know? And yeah, Ali... Independent jumped- contractors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's what we calling them, independent contractors. They're just freelancing. Right. I'm like, wait, this is an impact. Oh no, this is AEW. I thought we were supposed to be in the dark order. <laughs> but uh but yeah, they're they're doing that and shit, and Ali's in the ring and they're like, yo, yo, you you gonna help us, you gonna help us or whatever? And like, okay, yeah, we're about to fight this or whatever. You know, we're gonna fight retribution because they're surrounding the entire ring. Next thing you know, Ali jumps out the ring, goes up to T Bar and Mace, turns around and says, Get him. <laughs> and we find out. <laughs> Mustafa Ali is the leader of Retribution. I screamed. I literally screamed. <laughs> I, I said this is better than him being the hacker. So Bro, fast. I was like, I agree. First of all, he could, still could be the hacker. I'm about to say, is, is this is this that is this going to have some tie to the hacker, or, or are we just? I don't think the hacker. I think the hacker thing is dead and be. Okay, it's, I know it should be. This is a completely different gimmick, right? Yeah. I, I sent you guys the tweet that he posted, right? No. I didn't I send that to both of y'all? Okay, I mean, I sent I you sent it to me. Anymore. I seen it. Which one? Mustafa Ali posted a tweet, and it was like, people ask why. And oh, it's yeah, like, I saw that. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I might have I got it from you, whatever, actually. And I sent it to Will, then. That might have been it. But it I mean, showed, like, the people of retribution, like, going through shit. Yeah. Then his, Mustafa Ali's was when... Was the Money in the Bank ladder match? Um, I don't. I didn't recognize Shane Thorne. There's a backstage segment with MVP. I didn't recognize Mia Yim's either. Hers. It's from when she got attacked backstage, but I forget who attacked her. Uh, then obviously, T bars was when Karrion Cross like beat his ass. Um, Dio's is when Brock Lesnar f five him, of course. Facts. It no. didn't show Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, it didn't show hers. Her I don't whole know. career is hers. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any one specific moment for her so far in WWE that <sighs> point to anyone. Right. But I'm going to just tell you, man, like, <clears throat> that initial picture of, like, just them and then Mustafa Ali in the fucking middle or whatever, when he put his little hand up like he does or whatever, <laughs> about to fucking shoot an energy blast from Dragon Ball Z, that picture is iconic now. Yeah. That was just a For now. Yeah, they for now. When they for now. That nigga put the mask on or some dumb shit. Also, side note, we said the mask looked crazy, the Bane mask or whatever, but like everything that Dio Madden is doing like facial expression-wise and yeah, shit, he's, yeah, he really he's great. Great. Yeah. stuff on Monday. Right, he is. He's looking psychotic. I love it. Like I was, I was, I was when like um, Mustafa went up to confront them. I was like, 
Why is Dio about to murder Mustafa Ali? He looks like for fucking real? Cabal. He looks like Cabal from Mortal Kombat. Tell me you don't. Oh, I was thinking he looks like the Predator. Oh, that too. <laughs> but someone made that joke on Twitter and Mace had a, I forget what he said, but he said something <laughs> back to him. Um, I, I guess from, before we get off this, why the fuck did this not end the show? Because WWE is my only gripe. Because Bruce Pritchard doesn't know how to do Raw properly. I mean, can we can we blame Pritchard whenever Vince is rewriting this show like 30 minutes before it's about to air? I mean, if he wasn't such well, a yes man, but I mean, I guess uh, yeah, it's both of their fault. Yeah. Well, he, but we, he's clearly a yes man or whatever, and he's like, yo, he, that's why he's back. Basically. You know what I'm saying? But he's just useless. He's useless. Yeah, the fact that he's going to give you worn out, outdated ideas as well as Coastline Events' old worn out ideas. So it's like, yeah, that's why win. that's why I don't like him because it's like everything about Vince times two. At least we can see Paul Heyman's influence. You can tell when some shit's slightly different or he has his yeah. in it, whether it's good or bad. Right, yeah. this nigga Pritchard is like, I can't. <laughs> like, what's he? What did he do? And it's, it's just, I mean, I ain't gonna say it's just raw or whatever, because remember I told like I told y'all or whatever, they said that Daniel Bryan was helping out a lot with SmackDown, and apparently Randy Orton and Edge were helping out with Raw, but like I don't well, know, they were, that Randy was with Orton Hayden. and Edge were writing their own segment. They're, they're okay, right, right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> I think Randy different. still might be writing his segments, because his segments are still, they're always pretty good. I hope he can come up with that Splinter Seal shit. <laughs> no, that, that, that shit was, was funny. I can see Randy Orton getting there and Vince already having that shit laid out for him. Like, here's your <laughs> outfit. And he's like, what's this for? I got a great idea, pal. But yeah, my, I feel like Bruce just, he goes up to Vince and he's like, hey, Vince, what do you think should be on Raw today? And then Vince is like, well, you know, here's some ideas. And Bruce says, okay, that's cool, and writes them down. Like, he doesn't even come up with his own ideas. Like, like, Vince, I got a new combination of Apollo versus the Hurt Business. <laughs> like I feel like at some point even Vince has to just go this is just terrible I gotta find this I've seen a picture on I, I don't know what it was it probably was Twitter they literally had like a list of how many times Apollo Crews has fought to her business and he's literally had a match against at least one of them three niggas since like June like every match he's had has been against one of those yeah, that's what he Nobody hasn't had a match not against against somebody that's not from the herb business I'm, t- I'm telling you bro we about since to dissect the June. fuck out of it at least I am uh, last thing before we get into you know this dope shit or whatever uh, we had a six man tag match yeah you forgot about that right you forgot about six man tag matches who doesn't want to see a good six man tag match hey man New Japan has good six man tag matches they might as well give us a, uh, a three-way belt, right? Match, that's the problem. No, please don't give them ideas. They don't have enough tag teams <laughs> two-man tag team matches. Niggas. But, um, so this one was uh, Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, and the ravishing Robert Roode versus... I'm only not upset about this because I got to see Rick Roode. <laughs> <laughs> um, versus uh, Drew McIntyre and the Street Profits. Um, I want Will to ask why the Street Profits are in this. I want to ask. Yeah, I, I don't even. I don't even. They see they it. said they said that they're going to help out because uh, they don't rock with Randy Orton attacking because they were getting they were cool with the legends in the back. Oh, okay. 
Also, mean, side note, it's a, good, saw, it's a good reason, but at the same time, I hate it. Also, side note, too, you remember uh, when Kofi was the champion or whatever, and the New Day had that Skittles commercial? Yes. Guess who got the Skittles commercial now? Street Profits. I did not see that. I saw it a while ago. They're getting that money, bro. I mean, it might as well be them. If no one else, well, no, it might as well be them. I, I mean, my thing about it, it is too. Be I, anyone else. Think about it. We, we always make the joke of Vince likes the black dudes or whatever, just put some, putting them at, as athletes, right? The profits, they're already a gimmick. It's just being goofy. So Vince is like, oh, yeah, this is incredible. Like, I know Vince loved that whole fucking anything you can do, we can do better shit. Of course he did. I mean, <laughs> that was entertaining. I, I oh, it was funny that. as hell. Like, like it was fun. <laughs> I was weak every week, but I mean, shit, it was just, now it's just like, yo. But, uh, Will, any thoughts on who won this match? No. The heels, because Randy Orton pinned Drew McIntyre. And I feel like they've done this before, not in the six, man, but, like, they've had, like, two tag matches where he pinned Drew, but then he loses the, like, I guess this is his way of getting momentum, but it's, I don't know. I'm about to say, no, nah, no, nah, I got a number, I got a number. This is Drew's first time being pinned since I think they said Survivor Series. Survivor Series? Why? Wow. Didn't Randy beat him in a tag match earlier? Like a month ago? The person might have lost, but I don't think Drew was pinned. I think they said this first time he's been pinned since like last year. Oh, okay. That's actually he's impressive been, he's for been WWE. Protected, so. And that was before he was champion. Because he won the Rumble. Right. So yeah. think he hasn't lost since before the Rumble. Well, since the Rumble, excuse me. Yeah, I guess even Vince McMahon can get stuff right sometimes. Yeah. But the fact that this ended the night instead of fucking the Mustafa Ali reveal or the, you know, like the yeah. leader of the retribution being revealed is crazy because that was a pop. You hear me? Like that shit was probably written like a couple of minutes before the show, but damn, it was good. Any thoughts on Raw before we get to who we think should move to uh, Raw or SmackDown? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, I feel like we should do SmackDown first because they're the ones going first in the draft. And then do Raw. Makes sense. So, let's do it as far as, like, you know, <laughs> Corey, you name somebody. Will you name somebody? I'll name somebody that should go to SmackDown, and then we do all of SmackDown, and then do all of Raw. Wait, is this people we think should or think they will move? Um, kind of both. Just oh, kind of okay. throw some shit out there, whatever. Because honestly, I have so many predictions on because mine's a mixture of and why. Yeah. Right. So I, so I go first. Yeah, you go ahead first. Bro. Okay. Uh, I think they might move Murphy to SmackDown. Okay, he's not on my list. If, hey, if they break up him and Seth. But I'm 50-50 on that because they might give them a feud against each other. But that's one I could see them doing and I wouldn't be super shocked. Uh, Will? I think Seth should go to SmackDown. But there's nothing Ooh. else for him to do on Raw. I was thinking that too, but then I was like, "That leaves I don't, a void on." Raw. I don't think you can move the Monday Night Messiah, especially when Roman's over there being the Tribal Chief. That's just me personally, though. 
I mean, they're probably not going to move him, but he should move. Like, there's literally nothing else for him to do. So the first person on my list as far as SmackDown and the reasoning is Andrade. Like, what the hell is he doing on Raw besides just being a kind of another guy? And Garza is like, this was before. Like, originally I wrote this because I was like, okay, him and Garza are broken up. Let them be fucking broken up or whatever. Move Andrade. But now that you said he's hurt, they should really move Andrade. I mean, just give him, you know, different competition. Plus, you can put him in the IC title picture. I wouldn't be mad at him and Sami Zayn. But uh, Andrade is actually on my list, too, for, like, the exact same reason. Oh, well, shit. Look, there we go. Because I was going to say, I feel like a lot of our people are going to be the same, too. Um, Who's somebody else you got on your list, Corey? <clears throat> to move to SmackDown? That's it. I only had two people going to SmackDown. Because well, we all know anybody? they're gonna they're gonna raid Raw. I mean, they're gonna raid SmackDown. So, right. That's what I focused on. Well, I said, "Will, who you got next?" Because I a couple like two of mine are kind of got to be like, uh, I, they kind of go together in a way. Mm. From Raw, there's there's so many people. I feel like like I think Raw needs more people, so it's kind of more. But I would move Alistair Black just because, just to save. Okay, me. I like that. So I'm gonna save this one I'm thinking of right now for a little bit later because I feel like one or the other is going to happen. But first, I'm gonna put like I wrote them down individually, but now that I'm thinking about it, I should put it together. And I'm gonna say Apollo Cruz and Ricochet should possibly move to SmackDown. Apollo, because do we need to see him lose to the Hurt Business even, in, anymore? And But <laughs> also, I'm, and I'm not going to take you a joke, Will. I'm going to go ahead and let you say it about Ricochet and um, Retribution. Tell the people what you told me. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I really think he might end up joining. Like, I could see him joining them before the Hurt Business. And like I said, he don't have to change his name. because he just Ricochet! <laughs> <laughs> But no, I was like, maybe they should just move to SmackDown because, I mean, like, do they need to be around? True. Because, I mean, if not, like, are we going to see them join the fucking herd business? Like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, both of them could. Well, Ricochet needs it more. He definitely needs a change, some type of change. Uh, Will, you got anybody else on your list for SmackDown? Mm, this off the dome, but... Mm. SmackDown was hard. Raw's kind of easier to yeah, me. Yeah, so, yeah. So I would honestly move because Raw had so many Raw. names. I just stopped. Re- I stopped writing people down because I was like, "Damn!" I was damn near moved the whole Raw roster low key. Like, I, I I could say a bunch of people like Dolph Ziggler. Nah, who cares? He just like, got you know, he just got over there though. He flip flops every every time anyway. Like, yeah, he, he really should be on Raw. Like, he serves no purpose on Raw. I would I would like to move Kevin Owens because he doesn't get any shine. Okay, but. fuck it. Look, let's go ahead and do that one or whatever because I I kind of writ wrote that one down, but I wrote it on both because I was like, either KO's going to SmackDown with the Fiend, or the Fiend and Alexa are coming over to Raw. One yeah, of the I feel like I we can all agree there. on my list too because I'm not sure there's much point in him staying on SmackDown. Yeah, but at the same time, he's not. Who's he going to feed with on Raw? So the last two I got. I mean, well, I don't know if you have anything else on your list. You good? 
But SmackDown, I didn't make a list. I was just talking shit. Okay, right. Like, okay, so this this name's kind of random, but I was just like, uh, I'm going to just say it because, I mean, just because SmackDown's champion is a heel, but um, Mickey James to SmackDown, maybe? Put her against Bailey. Bailey needs some more bodies to beat. She's beating pretty much everyone else SmackDown right now. I don't know if any of the women need to move anywhere. Those well, well look, I'm about to say, cause if you say it like that, you're going right into my last pick or whatever. If you're going to break them up and Peyton Royce is getting a fucking push, let's move Billy Kay to SmackDown. If you're going to break them up, break them the hell up. True. I did think about that. I mean, no offense, nobody cares, at least about Billy, which, I mean, it's unfortunate because she's, be- like, she's kind of the better talker, at least theatrics-wise. But if you're actually breaking them up, Move her to SmackDown and prove me wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? True. I just, I'd had her written down for that reason. So, shit, let's go over to Raw. Because I feel like Raw is just... I I, I literally started thinking of people, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have everyone on Raw. And, you know what I'm saying? So, Corey, yeah, what, what you got for Raw? AJ, because... Yep, I'm, he's the top obviously. person on my list. Of course he's, they are. Getting away from Paul Heyman again. Paul Heyman went to SmackDown. I can't be around Paul Heyman. <laughs> I want to see my son play football. Let's, let's, let me go to Mondays. Yeah, that was the easy one. This is not obviously. We already talked about Kevin Owens and Alexa Bliss and The Fiend. So, yeah, that's one thing. Uh, Will, you got anybody for Raw before I get to somebody else? I move Braun. He's on my list. Yep. He's on my list. Anything else for him to do on SmackDown? I mean, if they're going to do Raw Underground or whatever, he's been on Raw like the last, what, two or three weeks at least, right? Yeah. Basically the past three weeks, yeah. He's pretty much already on Raw, so I mean, when he gets drafted, who's going to be shocked about it? No one. I would also move John Morris. I I was thinking about him, but I was like, I didn't know if, I didn't know if that was going to be the thing because, but also, who's on my list? Otis. I said Otis is going to be reunited with his queen. Oh, yeah. They'll probably move Otis. Now, Otis and Tucker or just Otis? Uh, I I'm going to just say both simply off the fact of like what is Tucker going to do alone. But exactly. I just kinda, right. No Otis. Yeah, I, I mean, no disrespect to Tucker, but you might as well let him go. I just see Otis and... Mandy being back together, and that's why I was like, okay, Otis is probably going to be up here, and uh, if it's anything or whatever, whatever they're going to do with Money in the Bank, and I mean, I'm not trying to say, okay, because if we're saying Randy's going to be the champion, they're going to have to hold off Money in the Bank for a little while, but at the same time, too, I'm also like, I don't need him or anybody else cashing on, on the Tribal Chief right now. That ain't, that yeah. don't need to happen, so. Yeah. I, or that's, if that they was my biggest Roman thing. just, like, destroys them. That I ain't gonna lie, I, I'd laugh. I feel bad because yeah. it's Otis, but yeah, I, mean, I also know Otis no lost to the man. So, yeah, I feel that. Uh, who else do I got for Raw? Because I, I told you at one point, I was just like, man, I'm putting everybody <laughs> Sasha Banks, go to Raw, keep you away from Bailey, keep you away into the Rumble. We've talked about it. Can they pull the trigger, please? Like, she doesn't even get a chance to get to Bailey. Like, they make her not be able to get to Bailey, you know? I don't know if I like that. Why not? 
Uh, I feel like at that point you're just drawing it out way too long. Both I mean, the women, both sides of the women are trash. So I don't know if I was. They just need to. If anything, they need to add. I don't like taking for NXT, but if they could pull some more people for NXT, that might work. They don't need to move yeah. too many. People. They don't have anybody. Like they're missing half the divas. This is the last person I think I, I I'm, I'm just thinking of off the top of my head or whatever because I, I think I was about to write her down but I forgot. Um, now that Carmella is a heel again, is she on um, Raw to go against Oscar possibly? Later They're on? not going to draft her from SmackDown right after revealing she's coming back to SmackDown. I can see them doing that, but that would be stupid. But I could see them doing some shit like that. Right, like I'm, I'm just saying. Since I, I, I was basing it off just that Bailey is a heel champion. But I mean, she's not going to be challenging for any bills, regardless. Like, I, I, even I mean, who's, but low key though, who's the faces on SmackDown for her to go against Nikki Cross? I can see Nikki getting drafted. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking because I'm like, who, like all the women on um. But SmackDown, besides what, uh, Nikki and Naomi are like heels. Lacey's a heel. I'm just kidding. Yeah, they're all heels. Yeah. You're not moving Dana and Mandy. They just got over there. I mean, is Peyton going to go to SmackDown with Bailey, like I said? I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's that much of a priority, clearly. So I don't even think it's like we think about <laughs> we need more heels and faces. True. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm just taking over from like a you know face heel thing or whatever, kind of this and that. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm I was thinking of like, okay, who is this and who could contribute more over here and shit, you know? But that's the thing, both sides are fucked up. So if you move from A to B, the other side is still gonna be just as bad. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. It's bad. I cannot they're, short, they're short, just shorthanded with the women right now. Like, I just know our group chat or whatever, like, tomorrow is going to be like, oh, so they're on SmackDown now? Okay, didn't see that. Or, yeah, definitely called that one. Y'all wonder how I, many... I, feel, I just feel bad for SmackDown because I just know they're going to get the short end of the stick. They are, and they're the better they show. every year. And that's why they get, get the short end of the stick because, God forbid, they'd be better than Raw. Basically, SmackDown has all the momentum right now, so they're definitely going. Oh, but it's like when I look at who can be moved, I don't even really see what they can do. Like SmackDown's already decent, so it's like once again, it's like a balancing thing. SmackDown's already good; they're not going to make it better. They're just going to take from them, right? Like, so it's, I don't know. I just don't see what Smack. I can only imagine what it's going to look like. This they have Roman, obviously, but like the rest of it, who knows? Right, like you're not like I'm not moving Roman. I'm not moving. He's probably the, the only like person that's not well. Him and Bailey are like the only people who's off limits. They don't tell about everybody. Else. And like, that's like that's lucky why I think KO might be going to SmackDown because I'm like I don't think Fox is gonna let the Fiend leave. That was one of the people they fought for, right? That is, yeah, yeah, that is true. Is I he like that big of a ratings draw though? Like they've had I think so. Where they know if he really shakes like the ratings. I don't think any specific superstar shakes the ratings. I mean, like, I, like I don't know anything personally, of course, or whatever, and you know, I don't, you know, ratings and all that stuff or whatever. But I just think, as far as like everything, Firefly Funhouse, at least for wrestling people, that shit's must watch. And they actually had me invested again. And if you know, the Tribal Chief is in the, is intact, he can stay away from that belt. Especially if he's about to get in a feud with KO. 
but I guess that would mean what the hell is you about to do with Alistair. So I mean a lot of I mean a lot of storylines are about to get shaken up. You got fucking Survivor series in a month after this. So you know, they're gonna be like, oh, I just got moved over here, but now I'm fighting for the honor of this brand, you know. So I mean this shit is all kind of just I don't know, bro. This fourth quarter is about to be crazy. Yeah. Maybe not even in a good way. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I cannot wait to see. I watch for that first hour until the Laker game comes on. I ain't even complaining because Raw needs it bad because they just do the same match. But the thing is, Raw's still three hours, so like it's just gonna be a new combination of the same matches. Yeah, but I they, mean, shit. they gotta shake it up. They they can't keep doing Dominic against them. They can't keep doing Apollo and the Hurt business. They can't keep doing all these. <laughs> Look, that's what I was gonna. Well, shit, that was part of that was. I was thinking about that too, but I was like, I might just be overthinking at this point. Just you know, looking at the roster, or whatever. Can you move Dominic? But wouldn't that involve moving the entire Mysterio family? I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, they have certain people listed as tag teams for the draft. I seen some about it. So if he got drafted, Ray, wherever Ray go, he go. They 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 got him like as a tag team. At one point, I thought maybe move Even the Vikings he's in a Raiders. Tag team with Umberto. But yeah. I already knew, like, I already knew that um that Eric was hurt, so I was I didn't want to say the Viking Raiders move to SmackDown because I was like, oh, that'd be new competition. And you know what's or, ironic? They have them listed as solo people, like they're not as the tag team. Right. Like, they would get drafted solo, but Ray and Dominic would get drafted. Well, together. last in the last draft, they did they did a bunch of tag teams where they drafted solo, and then both of them still went to the same show anyway. Yeah, basically since dude they get Alexa just be like, and Nick and Nikki Cross that way. <laughs> right. I guess they just make it up as they go. I guess yeah, the last Mark. final thing before we move on to uh NXT. Uh what do you guys think about and I'm gonna say just the one person that's actually wrestling in a round, but I mean I don't see it happening possibly. Uh the new day slash biggie moving to Raw. I don't think it I happens. I thought about it, but I don't think it. I, I thought I about it just because, because it was a, in my he's head. Shooting with Sheamus, right? And, and, like, and B, there's no point because the other two are still hurt. And what's Big E going to do on Raw by himself? They'd have to reestablish him all over again. Fam, you literally read my mind because, like, I was thinking about it, and then when I thought literally what you just said, I was like, "Huh? Nah, he's he's staying around." So a little little draft preview right there for you guys or whatever. We'll see what the hell's happening or whatever. Um, <laughs> I guess over under. <laughs> does this shit Other literally? Other AJ Styles were probably completely wrong. <laughs> it it's it's just always insane. It never in a good way. Hmm. So let me see. I got this joint written down or whatever. Um, NXT. Started off with Tommaso Champa versus Kushida. Mm. Corey, I'm gonna let you take the reins right here, bro. Uh, this is another very good Kushida match. Quite hard hitting again. They're really letting Kushida just kind of uh, wrestle his own style. It would seem because this match has been hard hitting lately. And then, of course, you know Champa wasn't gonna lose, and Kushida wasn't gonna lose. So Velveteen came out and attacked uh, attacked Kushida. Well, actually, 
he tried to attack Kushida, but he he missed and hit Champa instead, and he got Kushida disqualified. Damn, Champa won, but I kind of expected that to happen though, because I was like, neither of them can take pin, so Velveteen got to interfere. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, like and we we know we talked about it. I want to say if not last week, the last couple of weeks or whatever. On like, okay, Champa's back heel. What are they gonna do with him now? You know, right? I still I still don't think they quite know. And I and I, I say that too because I don't think they know what they're doing with uh, Kachita right now either. Well, they're kind of just playing it by ear. Clearly, they're extending the Velveteen feud. Oh, true. I think we'll. I think they'll end that at Halloween Havoc. That'll be dope. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're watching this or whatever. We had an Ember Moon promo that turned into a brawl for a match we're going to talk about a little bit later on or whatever. But how was this? How was this promo? Because I didn't like. I I don't think she's that good on the mic. What was going on here? It was solid. I think she's gotten better. Okay, she was in the past. It wasn't great, but I've definitely heard a lot worse. And then. Yeah. Oh, she said their trigger word. You know, she said, I'm Ember Moon, bitch. Or something. Along oh! Those lines. So, <laughs> uh, so she's getting the title shot first, I guess. She said the, she said the special word. Will, you have, you have about to say something? No. So... Next, we had the joint that Corey was over here popping for... And I realized what you were trying to, well, never mind, that's a little bit later or whatever, what you were trying to say. And I, it, I think your phone typed it as something different. And I was like, wait, what? But that didn't happen next. Um, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane tag team versus Everrise. Question, who in the, I'm going to ask this next couple questions. Who the fuck is Everrise? I told I just you, one miss- of them is a great value young buck. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Okay, because I remember you told me, and I was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, they've been on NXT like two or three times before to get squashed in matches exactly like this. Uh, Will, your thoughts on a Killian Dane Drake Maverick tag team? <laughs> it's something to do. Like, I mean, I don't know what the what, what's the end game with that either. But you know they do that all the. That's like a throwback move, a makeshift tag team. You just throw two random guys together. It's pretty hilarious though, because like Killian Dane is clearly not into it because he was doing an interview uh, like outside the PC, and Drake Maverick just comes up. He's like, "You ready for our match tonight?" And Killian's like, "What are you talking about? Like, We're a team. I got us a, t- a tag team match tonight." And Killian's, "We're not a tag team." And Drake just keeps. Uh, leaning into it, I'll just wait till you hit the music. You'll love it; it's great. And he just walks off, and I'm like, "Okay, I can, I can, I can dig it." Do you think they'll get a tag title match? Like, oh God! No. Like, because I mean, I mean, I'm sure I actually think they will. Is gonna buy in, and then they'll actually get Kalisa tag team. Yeah, I think they will eventually. Because the in this match, uh one of the one of the ever rise. I think it was the Great Value Young Bucks. What is like, ever rise? Exactly. <laughs> they, they just get squashed, you know, every couple of months by teams exactly like this. But I think one of them, like, 
tried to cheat or something uh, and tried to pin Drake and then Killian was not having any of that so he broke it up and then he the one that looks like a young buck called Killian fat like a fat slob or something and Killian like murdered the guy and then powerbomb Drake Maverick on him for the pin and it was great and then Drake Maverick tried to celebrate with him so he like punched him and then carried him out of the ring to the back <laughs> also their music is like super generic and corny and I love it because of that it works because like it doesn't fit someone like Killian Dane at all I have a question. It's just something that uh, Will's literally asked while, like, while ago, whatever, as far as would they get a title shot, which I say no. Who the fuck are the tag champs right now? Um, Breezango. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Damn. See? I, I definitely think they'll get a title shot eventually, because eventually Killing Dane's just going to give in and be a willing member of the tag team. Isn't Fondango hurt again right now? Mm-mm. Okay, I got you. They just haven't been on TV a couple of weeks. Well, they had a backstage segment. Uh, where they, was it last week or the week before where they had that weird tag team? Uh, yeah, two weeks ago. Thing. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Which um, I guess they were supposed to have the second part of that this week, and they didn't. They must be right. going to next week, I guess. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody got infected or something. Right, who knows, bro? Shit's crazy. The whole Tennessee Titans roster like it's getting infected right now. Um, next we got Austin Theory versus Leon Ruff. My boy got a win. I think this is when like Corey, you text me and like I thought you said Leo Rush, and I was like, oh, wait, what? I did, but I misheard them. Bro, bro, fam, like literally, I was like, wait, Leo's back? Yeah. <laughs> I texted and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, I think Corey's phone like texted the wrong thing. Yeah, I misheard them. I thought I heard them say Leo and I forgot they had released him. Then I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to explain. I didn't feel like correcting myself. Right. I, I'm going to get you to explain what the hell happened next because I don't know how it got into this. At least this next part. I mean, I get the part after that kind of makes whatever. But, um, this is pretty much like a squash for Austin Theory, oh, where he absolutely won. Absolutely a squash. I didn't even know it had started because I was on my phone. The next thing I hear is the bell, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, it's over." Right. Okay. So, so then Dexter Loomis comes out. Yes. And we get a we get a Dexter well, first, Loomis. First, he okay. called out Adam Cole. Okay. The undisputed era, and then Dexter Loomis came out. Look, because I was like, how in the fuck did Loomis just come out? It's like, is he just wanted to? Yeah, why not? He's Dexter Loomis. What are you going to tell him? No. Because I sure ain't. Well, true. And then literally what Will just said, he's like, wait, so my boy got a win? Well, yeah, he beat Leon Ruff, but then he lost to Dexter Loomis. (laughs) Yeah, so Loomis beat Austin Theory. And then literally, as soon as this match was over... Uh, Cameron Grimes came out and attacked Dexter Loomis. Yeah. What the hell's happening? <laughs> this was one segment. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I didn't 
see that coming. But I think I think Grimes and Loomis kind of had a feud a little kind of before Loomis got hurt. That might be what that is. But I could be remembering incorrectly. I'm not sure. It's been so long, I, I forgot. Yeah. Or maybe not even been so long, but it's so much but shit I'm, going I'm here on. for a feud between all three of them. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at it. It's just something for, it's something for they can do. Will, you got any thoughts? Nah. <laughs> um, hard-hitting match next. Uh, Ridge Holland versus Danny Burke. Oh, that was fun. That was like that was the kind of match that if it was at TakeOver and got a good 15, 20 minutes, it would be incredible. But it was still good for a uh, TV match. And you said Rich Holland's ankle got hurt? Or what what like what did he hurt? We heard his ankle. I guess it was in that match. I didn't see anything happen. Oh no, it was it was the brawl afterward because at some point Oh, okay. I think he attacked Birch after the match and then he did. and then uh, uh Oni came out. Yeah, Oni came out. And they were looking to like get an Oni, you know, Ridge Holland match, but at some point yeah. during the brawl, Ridge Holland got hurt. What a shame to and give them twenty minutes. You can have a good match. Oh yeah, hard hitting, just I mean everything Danny Birch is hard hitting, but you throw in Ridge and shit, yeah. Right. The eggs got thrown up, you know, for real, for real. Because I feel like sometimes, like, yo, have you noticed that? Y'all noticed that shit, too, whatever? They throw up the eggs just, like, to kind of fake an injury or whatever every now and again? Yeah, they will. Just throwing people off. Because it's like an insider rule. That's why they play tricks on niggas. Right. I still haven't even seen Rich Holland's wrestle even one time yet. So I'm kind of, I don't know. I keep missing out on him. He's pretty good. That's what I've been hearing, but I still haven't watched it. I got I don't I feel like he's not around enough where I could just find a random match, but I guess I'll just YouTube. No, he hasn't he hasn't been on much yet. He he came out there in like a peacoat and one of those hats like Kami be wearing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Them old school Kangos or whatever. But the cold version. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with these niggas dressing in vintage lately? <laughs> oh, man, oh yeah, they, they were just watching with, games in New York. And, yeah, Shay was with his games of New York and fucking outfit with the suspenders. <laughs> I, it's kind of grown on me. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, that shit's <laughs> hilarious. Like yeah, I don't know that, that barroom brawl. It, like it feels like Seamus. I, like I don't know why it just it just feels like him. He's a walking game. Like like I feel like that's actually his outfit from his own closet. Speaking of, he lives with Cesaro. They're roommates. So, you know, fun fact. Bring back I know this bar. because on Up, Up, Down, Down, when Cesaro's playing Uno with the rest of the guys, he's he's always talking to Sheamus in the background. Give us the real few we want. The bar versus heavy machinery. I've needed it since that random picture they took uh, at like a diner. Just give us the bar back. That was such a great tag team. And I was the only one, <clears throat> the only one who had faith in it from the beginning. <clears throat> I was a day one fan of the bar. They never broke up. It just, um, Seamus got hurt or whatever, right? Or he was almost yeah. about to retire at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, got, he messed his shoulder up, I think. Remember, because at first we thought it was like really bad. 
what was really bad. That's why he was thinking okay. about retiring. But right. I guess recovery probably went better than he expected or something. Which I'm glad. I like Sheamus. I'm glad he was able to come back. Though I don't know why they put Cesaro in a new tag team instead of just putting him back with Sheamus. Well, he was a lackey. <laughs> you know, you know Vince likes Sheamus. He'd probably rather Sheamus do his own thing than be with Cesaro. He's a Triple H guy. I guess, but Cesaro's a tag team champion. Sheamus would be a tag team champion right now. Yeah. I mean, being a tag team champion means nothing. But you're right, though. I mean, it would mean something if they had more tag teams like the bar. If they had the bar, the bar could hold down the fort until the Usos and the New Day are back. So everything left involves the women. Um, you were watching this, bro. So apparently, my girl, Indy Hartwell, sent oh, Candice she LeRae a TV. <laughs> she sent her and her and Johnny a new TV because uh, I think I think Candice, one of them, threw the remote at the TV and broke it or whatever uh, last last week, I guess. So Indy sent them a new TV. It was funny because uh, Johnny and Candace are, like walking their dog out, and they get back to the house, and like the TV box is just sitting there. And Candace is like, "It's from Indy," and Johnny starts trash talking her. Well, he starts trash talking her before he realizes she sent the TV, and then he's like, "I always like that girl. She has a bright future." I'm like, oh, Johnny. Although so, somebody sent me a 65-inch TV, I'd do the same thing. So I, I feel like I have to you explain know. to Will and the audience why this kind of even halfway makes sense. Well, they explain it later in the show why it makes sense. So Didn't they say like some they just, shit like she, she helped her, or like she, she was yeah, helping she Candace out? she Candace in that Battle Royale like six times or something. Because on the TV, the TV came with a USB drive that had like cut footage from the Bad Royale that was That's highlighting nice. every time she saved Candace. And then Johnny was like, I told you I liked that girl. And Candace <laughs> said, I, I think I'm starting to, too. So, I don't know. I guess that's going to be a thing. N- I guess, new women's I guess tag Indy's, team? I was about to say, I guess Indy's going to team up with Candace, which I think could be uh, a pretty good tag team. They sh- certainly need more women's tag teams. I can't remember if I ever sent Will Wendy or Wendy's Indy's Instagram or whatever. So I don't even know if you know who she is. I don't. <laughs> okay, so I definitely didn't send you her uh, Instagram. There, she's pretty good. She's only had like two she lost a Shotzi. She, did, she beat yeah. Shotzi and then lost a Shotzi like back to back weeks. I think they only had the one match. Okay, if it was the one, then Shotzi definitely won. Then yeah. I think she might have lost to somebody else. I think she lost to someone else, yeah. I know she got squashed in one match. I do recall that. I can't remember who it was against, though. Wasn't it Rhea? That sounds about right. It was either her or Raquel, but I think it was Rhea. Um, Speaking of the devil, though, you know, the host of NXT Halloween Havoc, Sazi Blackheart had a match against uh, Zia Lee. Yeah, I I don't know if they're turning her heel or not anymore. I I can't tell. Didn't, what happened at the end of the match? I saw somebody gave her like a letter. Uh, um, the Chinese dude. I forget what's his name. I forget his name because you know you never 
ever been on TV. I like did not once. recognize him at all, so I was going to ask you, bro. I remember because he's. I remember because I remember the, the press conference that John Cena did in China because he spoke because he learned Mandarin specifically for that. Like nice. dedication, John. But okay, whatever. And they signed <laughs> that guy because he was like, I think he he's like the biggest professional wrestler in China because professional wrestling isn't very big in China. Right, and I they made a huge, yeah, like because they made a huge deal out of it, like the first Chinese WWE superstar. Oh yeah, they had a press conference, yeah, and that was oh, like yeah, two and a half thing years when, uh, ago. Zayalin was first getting popping, yeah, and that was like two and a half years ago. And I swear to God, this is the first time I've ever seen him on NXT TV. Uh, and a groom, he was green. Oh, he was. I just don't know why they made such a big deal out of it when they knew he wasn't ready for TV. That's is like he, is he about to be Indian Zaya's game. manager? Maybe? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't even, they didn't reveal what the letter said, right? Like, he just, right, well, yeah, it was, it was a Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I, I guess think, we'll find out next week. I mean, this is my prediction. I think the next couple of weeks or whatever, he comes out as her manager and we get like a different Zia Lee. I mean, you know? It'd be interesting. You don't see very many male managers for women. I'd be intrigued. You have Robert Stone, and that's about it. Yeah. The Bivens dude that we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah, Bivens, Bivens. But he's, he's with that tag team now, so. I mean, I'd be yeah, here for it. But Loki, when I saw when I saw when I saw Shotzi, I said I mean Zaya's a great wrestler, so Oh yeah, she's you know, dope. Give her more T V time. But I was like, Shotzi can't lose or whatever. She's about to fucking host Halloween Havoc in a couple weeks. Does she get a does she get a title shot just because she's hosting Halloween Havoc? I think <laughs> she does. I mean she'll lose, of course, but I think she'll get a title shot. I mean, she came, she came out or whatever I saw, and she had, like, fucking cobwebs and, like, yeah. you know, a pumpkin and Decorated shit on the tank. Her tank. Yeah. So we ended this um, NXT off with a tag team match between <laughs> Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Which, to be fair, made sense because they had a brawl earlier in the show. Right, this was the brawl I was speaking about and everything. I was like, yeah, we're going to get to that match later. I love so how we gotta go in interv- depth. Uh, who's the backstage interviewer for NXT? I always Man, they change every week, I feel yeah. like. It's but hard. anyway, she asked EO like, why she didn't get involved in the brawl. And EO was like, that's not my problem. This the NXT title is my problem. I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I see no faults in this logic. Why get involved in this brawl with people who are trying to take your belt from you? Screw these people. Also, we're, we're like continuing on the you know the Raquel Rhea beef. Yeah, <sighs> but yeah, of course the faces hadn't win here. I mean, Ember wasn't about to lose her first match back. No, well, of course not. How did she look? She's pretty good. I mean, for somebody who's been out of the ring for what a year and a half. Has it been that long? Uh, yeah, she. I think she said it'd been seventeen months. I'm about to say, has she wrestled since Bailey? Maybe that's the last time I remember her. When I, Bailey was like. <laughs> It's been too long for me to. Remember. I don't want to say the. I don't want to say the her and Bailey pay per view match, but sometime around that Bailey fuse last time I remember her. 
I remember we spoke about it because she said, you know, why why do Sasha and Bailey have all the belts? Like, you know, give some other women some clout. Who knows? But yeah, that was it. That was the next team, man. Any anything else before we get to AEW, which I watched like the last hour in in total, but I was catching, you know, pretty much most of it. No, I'm good. I'm glad they move Amber where she can yeah. used. Right. She's out there dressed up on her Mad Max shit. Got the mohawk and everything. I'm gonna save everything for 30 years of Jericho to the end because I have a I have the list of names who um shouted him out throughout the entire show. Um I saw so, I saw something from that and I, I have a comment if it's what I think it was. Okay. Okay, it's just a picture though, so I don't have any context. Oh, right. Okay. So like when when I say it, jump in because you probably you probably caught something I might possibly have missed or or I, I have it written down somewhere in here. Yeah. We started off with uh Brian Cage versus Will Hobbs for the FTW championship. Wait, they put that belt on the line now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think people something to do. Why not? <laughs> You know, so apparently during the well. during the match or whatever, they're just like, yeah, you know, this is everything at AEW. Is it going to be high flying or tag teams? You know, you have two oh, giants God. in like what, this. They hire Jim Cornette. <laughs> Why would they say that out loud? As if there's a single popular wrestling company today that isn't a mixture of all kinds of wrestling. Because like, right, what, who, who does just high flying? They're different. They don't even do just high flying in Mexico. Like you no one does just high flying. That's stupid. And I know they're throwing shade at WWE, but that's stupid because they don't do it either. I mean, you know they are or whatever. The and champion like- is Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. It right. doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> no, anyway. you, 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 no, you literally said it best. And Loki, I was gonna say, like, right when you were saying in the middle, like that makes sense because I feel like the people that watch AEW but want to sit on WWE, they're all super like internet wrestling people. So yes. like, they watch the other promotions. They watch AAA. They watch yeah. Impact. They watch New Japan. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, if you want to throw shade, fine. I don't care about that part. But it kind of throw shade. Like, owned it. I mean, you probably shouldn't throw shade because it kind of makes you look childish. I don't think we got any. But, I don't think we got any Miro, um, uh, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford segments this week. No, I don't, I don't like those. And I, I'm shocked because I like Miro's best man. That's oh no, stuff. we like it, but I mean, you know, they've been they've been doing all these like Twitch and gaming references or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, that's why I like it. They they picked the wrong week to not do it though. They should have killed that this yeah, week. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, if you're gonna yeah, all right, if you're gonna throw your shots, that, that's the shot yeah, to right. throw. Right. That would have made sense. That would have been one I would have been like, yeah, you should throw shade at that, because that's just not okay. I mean, you're right. Like you can't do it for weeks and then it not be on this episode. But I mean, well, also, remember, it's it's just in character, so it's it. <laughs> well, shit, I was gonna say all that to say, dude. Like, I mean, no a spoiler alert. We haven't seen the fucking AEW Women's Champion in weeks. Really? Swear she's not on this episode either. But there's women's match wow. later. Um, 
So yeah, um, Brian Cage beat Will Hobbs, and um, they're they're they now have a they now have a uh, a name. It's Team Taz because after the match, um, Team Taz. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah after, after the match, um, they, they recruited Will Hobbs to join Team Taz, and he refused. Oh. Wow. And then Ricky Starks came out and attacked them, and they started beating him down. They're like, if you're not going to join us, you're against us. And then, of course, you know, Darby came out there and chased them off because, yeah. We're not afraid of this giant man, Will Hobbs, but Darby Allen comes out. We're terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, right? Hey, man. Never mind. I'm not, not going to make that joke. Um. <laughs> Next, we got an FTR 20-minute time limit, you know, tag team joint or whatever, because, you know, like, totally gets to pick the matches. This week against the hybrid, a.k.a. Jack Evans oh, and God. Angelico. Those, the, 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 um, the motocross dude. Motocross dude, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I hate that. Yo, what was, those dudes. What was, that, what was that fucking motocross um, shit we referenced from Disney Channel movie back in the day? You know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the name. Though. I gotta find that shit afterward. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, but I, yeah, I can't think of the name. Yeah, yeah, those guys. I can't. I hate those guys. I think they're my least favorite part of AEW. Period. It was, Hands it was down interesting. By a mile. You know, like they're high flying compared to like you know FTR style of wrestling and everything. I mean, like they're good wrestlers. I'll give them that. I just I hate them for some. They're reason. they're dark specialists, bro. I feel like I feel like I'm Jim Cornette when I'm watching them. I just can't. I can't <laughs> do it. I don't have a reason. I mean, I'm the only. I'm the, one, I'm the only one over here that watches dark, and that's just whenever I'm recording and shit. Because you know, you can just play it, and not, you don't need the commentary. Even yeah. though I'm sure it's good because Taz is on commentary a lot over here. On dark, like, shit, yeah. Mm. This shit I just watched a while ago, whatever, like, Ricky Starks had a match, and then at the end, like, he's just on commentary with Taz and the other guys for, like, the last, like, hour. Hmm. Which he's good on the mics. I mean, it, you know, I, I'm, like, that'd be dope to go back and hear. But, I mean, I think, you know, same old FTR match or whatever. Uh, Tully d- distracted the ref at one point. I think we got a... I think it was our guy Dax Harwood or whatever with a high spot, you know, just to show well, we could do this too. But like fists, not flips. Well, they they had to show they can also do other stuff. I don't know. To be, um, to, to be fair. fair, it was nothing but a snooker splash. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm, Wait, I'm so he murdered because... somebody? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, I had to um, do it. <laughs> um. So th- the entire time, though, the young bucks have been in the back watching, you know, WWE style, just watching the match or whatever on the TV. This is the brand standing young sideways, bucks, yes, the not the WWE it's, it's great standing, value. Sideways. standing sideways. So at the end of the match, they got pissed off because FTR won, and they just fucking super kick a cameraman. Hey, Shawn Michaels did it first. That's all I'm saying. And so, and well, it wasn't a cameraman. Well, they had, they had, you know, pay, it was, they had to pay it more was money fine. They're literally trying to be Marshawn Lynch right now. They're just, you know, they're just getting fined. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, in this case, they ran off on the bill. They said they would pay him next time and live. <laughs> <laughs> and um, FTR called out the the best friends and everything. The best friends showed like a little joint or whatever of uh. FTR's faces on some weenies because that's what they are. 
And they have a they have a title match next week. What the kind best of friends SpongeBob level insult is that? Yeah, super Weenie Hunt, Weenie Hunt Junior. Super Weenie Hunt Junior. <laughs> so you know, that's what's going on with the tag the tag champs, bro. Versus best friends next week. I know you can't wait to tune in. Now you know I'm watching NXT. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah. I'm, okay, I do got to read it now. So good. Um. Next, apparently, I'm going to go back and correct myself because I was wrong. Cody did accept the dog collar match for the TNT um, title. So this is when I text you whatever. Man, I they gave us that on Bro, well, I'm telling you, I need to go back and watch this match in like the entire thing because I had left, went to my girl spot or whatever, and I came back and Cody was bleeding like a stuffed pig. Went to go warm with some food. Right, look, went to go warm with some food, and both of them are, are bleeding everywhere, and I'm just like, you know, you know, dog collar, they're choking people out, and they're, you know, they're choking each other out and shit. Just tough match. Is the next match going to be Kennel from Hell? Well, we 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 shall see because uh, I'm going to ask your 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 like guess for this match or whatever before I tell the results. Well, Cody definitely lost, right? No, Cody is our first ever two time huh. TNT champion <laughs> because. He hit a crossroads. That didn't work. Beat up Brody Lee for a while. Tried to choke him out. That didn't work. Hit another crossroads. Boom. Victory. I don't like that. I feel like Brody Lee should have kept the belt for longer. Mr. And then, Brody the, Lee. Sorry. Like, and then all the Nightmare family ran out. The Dark Order is a, a ring sign looking pissed off or whatever. And Cody cut a promo about, you guys thought because I came back with dark hair and everything, I would turn heel or whatever. He didn't say heel. But he was like, you guys thought I would go to the dark <laughs> or whatever but like I'm not gonna do that or whatever I'm gonna be a fighting champion blah 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 all this shit and everything right and towards the end Orange Cassidy came out and kind of did like a thumbs up so next week we're getting Orange Cassidy versus Cody for the TNT title so we're bringing back Hmm. TNT you know title matches every week or whatever Uh, Corey I'm gonna let you go in and then will you watch this go in right after Corey go ahead I feel like it was too soon to take the belt off of Mr. Brody Lee. Although, I do think Orange Cassidy versus Cody will be pretty fun. So, it's gonna be still, I don't think he should have won. Will? Yeah, I agree. He should probably shouldn't have won this early. I feel like it's literally, we're going back to what we were just doing, like, a couple of, like, a month? Like, was, was it two months ago? It, it, it couldn't yeah. have been. It, 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 I mean, if not two months, like six weeks ago, it just came out with black hair, and we're doing the same thing. I was well, shocked. I'm, I'm sure he's not. Like him saying he's gonna, he went out his way to say he's not turning heel, so he's still gonna end up turning heel. Yeah, I do. He's definitely gonna turn heel at some point. But oh, fast, right? They didn't say that. He, he didn't cut that there. promo for not, you know, not any reason. When the promo was good. Well, I mean, he's good at promo. That's not surprising. Yeah. You know, WWE wouldn't have you believe that, but that's their problem. Um, so 
I had to do research about this or whatever because I was like, wait, I didn't know this was a thing. Now, Will knows what I'm about to say, but Corey and audience, are you ready for an AEW number one contender tournament? But wins and losses. (laughs) What's hilarious? When I was doing my research or whatever... And I, I got on Twitter. That was the first comment. They was like, wait, wait, wait. We thought we had a ranking system. So now it's a tournament. Number one contender for. Oh, Moxley's John Moxley's belt. Yes. I should go yeah, ahead and say too. Um, Lance I mean, Archer. Tournaments are fun. So I can't complain too much. Lance Archer had like a little vignette or whatever. Well, him, him and um, Moxley had a vignette. I didn't see Moxley's or whatever, but I saw Lance Archer's. He literally was just talking like he was about to fucking kill um, <laughs> Moxley next week. And uh, Jake Roberts just in the background looking like, you know, he's already caught a couple bodies. Man, but I, mean, I, I told y'all like crazy a, stories about him. Right. I mean, I told you like a month ago or whatever, we saw pretty much the same thing. Or no, no, like before he was even the number one contender, he just randomly threw some guy into the fucking roof. <laughs> As one does, right? And you don't just he, casually toss people into the roof. I yeah, do it every he, he just went backstage, just beat up like two jobbers or whatever. He just threw one of them <laughs> into the fucking roof. I was like, "Good lord!" But yeah, that was a thing. But um, yeah, the AEW number one contenders tournament. So I didn't know about the first three people because they said three more names were announced for the eight man tournament, and I was like, "Okay, I need to go see the other." three because i didn't know about them but i went and looked it up so the first three people were or excuse me are jungle boy ray phoenix and kenny omega Ooh. and the next three are wardlow wait are these Fana. matches or just um no we're doing tournament style i oh, don't okay. i don't i don't think the bracket has been established yet right oh well, okay no nah, they didn't have it up there yeah, they haven't they they haven't like put it up yet because we still got to get the last two people, okay. you know. Um, so yeah, Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix, and Kenny Omega, and then let the next three they announced are Wardlow, Colt Cabana, and Adam Hangman Page because I didn't see this part, but apparently Kenny Omega has some words about Hangman being in the tournament. Ooh, yeah, he just talked about him being a tag team wrestler. Hangman Page, the guy who's a former Ring of Honor World Champion? The guy who had the title shot against Jericho? <laughs> well, not title <laughs> okay. shot, but like to determine who's going to be the first champion? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, yeah. once again, to be fair, I'm pretty sure his promo was done in sarcasm. Like, he was just mocking him, basically just saying he's not as good as him. But, you know, yeah. That guy. No, nah, that's facts. Yeah. Um, but I'm not mad at the tournament. I, I'm, like, I'm ready for the next two. Um, any any thoughts, guys, on who you would like to see as the last two competitors in this tournament? Uh, Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega. Oh well, well no, no, not that. Well, I think it's going to be Kenny and Hangman. So oh, I, saying, I like, think it's going any, to be. Any Kenny thoughts and on who you think should be the last two in? Oh, uh, I think it's going to come down to Kenny and Hangman. So I really, it don't even matter who the other two guys are. Yeah, it really does. Uh, maybe give me a Pentagon. Maybe. And I saw somebody say Pack. I don't think Pack can get over here right now. Who knows? Um, Pinto would be fun. Yeah. I'm trying to shit. There's somebody else. Well, MJF can't be in this shit if Wardlow's in it. 
I mean, there's no point in him being, see, like you said with the ranking system, there's no, like, if you go off the ranking system, all the, like, the top five, Moxley already beat all of them. So I don't think it would be anybody he's already faced. Like, like also true. Well, it's, it's Brody Lee under him. He already beat Brody. Then Lance, he's about to fight him. Then Brian Cage, he already beat him. Then MJF, he already beat him. Like, so none of them should be in the tournament. So I don't know. It would probably be somebody we haven't seen. But I could see Pentagon. I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, I see Eddie Kingston because he's you know he technically he never lost. lost. So he they just throw <laughs> he said he passed out, bro. He didn't lose. <laughs> he said the ref cost him the match. Well, who who's the other one? He beat the butcher, so the other put the other one in. The blade. If it's the other one, yeah. Long as long as QT Marshall is far away from this tournament, I'm good. They'll put they'll put dust in it. <laughs> they'll put dust in somebody else in. Good lord! But I had to do research for that. I was like, oh my god! But no. Um, besides Natty Gang, Will's second favorite part of this podcast, Big Swole versus Serena Deeb. It actually was decent. It was. <laughs> yeah, Serena Serena Deeb has been on for a little bit now because I saw she had a match on Dark like a week ago or whatever. I ain't even gonna lie. This is like the first Big Swole match I've ever watched. I really never watched. I really don't pay attention to her matches either. You didn't but watch I her and Britt her... Baker? Nigga. What, we was there, remember? Oh, no, no. Excuse me. Excuse me not that one. But um, whenever she's... Well, she was kind of wrestling people to get to Britt Baker or whatever. Nah, I really like. I usually skip those. I ain't even gonna lie. But I watched this match and it was good. Yeah. Well, she's she's dope. Also, too, I found out in um in a video that Corey has sent me, or whatever. You know, like pretty much about couples or whatever. Like she she's kind of still new to wrestling. I don't think she was wrestling when she first met Cedric. Yeah, I don't think so. She kind of was like, "Hey, I think I want to wrestle or whatever." And Cedric was like, "Yeah, okay, I got you." So big, you know, like we like we said from how many episodes ago, big swollen nothing, man. Because you know, Serena D won't gonna beat Big Swole. Like, come on, man. It's Big Swole. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you know I'm not lying. I don't really know they women hierarchy, honestly. So I I ain't know what to think. I don't. I've never seen either one of them. Like I don't know. I've been. I mean, so shit. Their women's champion hasn't been on TV in like at least two, like two, three weeks by now. Yeah, it's been like, since she had her tag oh. match again. Well, it was her and Thunder Rosa versus uh, Eva Lise and Eva Lise. Diamante. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the last time she was on TV. But I mean, that's how it was when Rio was the champ. They would go weeks without showing her sometimes. Well, shit, she went back over to Japan for a little bit. Maybe that's where she is at right now. I said, let me go ahead and I'm going to name some of the people that shouted out Jericho, you know, 30 years of Jericho, whatever, before we get to like everything that happened on the show, whatever. Because let me see, I got this pulled up or whatever. Uh,. Of course, it took me back to the beginning of it or whatever. I have to find this joint, but Jericho, because, you know, just, I mean, 30 years, man. That is fucking crazy. 
Um, I just got to go through this list because I was like, yo. And this was happening the entire time. Like, yeah, they did have like three or four different sets. They split it up. So between the entire or throughout the entire show, they had a bunch of people like via Zoom, Skype, whatever you want to call it, just shouting out Jericho and like all the dope stuff or whatever. So, you know, Will, I'm sure you saw a lot of these or whatever. Corey, I'm going to name all of them and you just kind of tell me if I need to stop or just hold. Okay. So some of the names included. Slash, the drummer of Guns N' Roses. I'm not drummer, excuse me, the guitarist of Guns N' Roses. Dennis Miller. Ted Irving. A.K.A. Uh, oh, uh, Papa Jericho, I guess, is his name. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Hmm. Right? There's been rumors of a possible AEW New Japan partnership, but that's nothing to confirm yet. I don't know. I heard, I heard New Japan still pretty pissed off at them. Right. Um, Bully Ray, Shaq, as in Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. Hmm. Um, Don Callis. Oh yeah, I know Don Callis. Yeah. Lars Urchin is that homie from Metallica? Lars Ulrich. Oh, that might be it. Yeah. Ulrich. Yeah, the worst Excuse drummer me. of all time. According <laughs> to people. Oh, that's what everyone else is. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I got listen to Metallica. So I do listen to Metallica, whatever. But I mean, the drumming is cool. I'm, I've always been about guitars and like their uh, vocals. I know nothing about drums, so fact. Right. I just like their music. I, I haven't broken right, it. Yeah. Like that. Um, Gene Simmons from Kiss. Uh, Kevin Smith, Eli Roach, Lance Storm. Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steel Panther. Ultimo Dragon. Um, Paul Stanley. Chavo. Chavo Guerrero. And... I don't know who Sebastian Bach is. The name sounds so familiar. Sebastian Bach? It's, yes. uh I'm going to feel stupid when I look it up. Yeah, check that out or whatever, because I have a question if you if I can find it. He's a singer. That's right. From He's, he's in a band called Skid Row. I don't know why I do oh, that. I don't listen okay. to heavy metal. I, but, yeah. I had like a little phase or whatever, but I didn't get that deep into it. But no, they said Sebastian Botch wasn't invited because he would finally have to have a sing-off with Jericho, and he was afraid. <laughs> Literally what it says. That That's funny. So, I mean, Jericho is a good singer, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, we go from all of that to 30 years of Jericho, and you will never fucking guess what the hell this match was, bro. Because the match ain't even important. Like, everything I said, like, you know, just the people throughout the entire thing, the shit that happens after is, was the best part. But we had a tag match with, you know, Y2J. You know, just all the names I can say for him. Le Champion, the Demo God, everything else, you know. And Jake Hagar versus Luther... 
formerly of, you know, the Nightmare Collective and Soprintico. Hmm. I just want you to think about that real quick or whatever. 30 years of Jericho, and that's what we get. A tag match with Jake Hagar. Shit, they announced that last week, right? Because what's we call Luther is the person he came up and wrestling with. They trained together, so he probably personally asked for that match. Really? Yes. Interesting. I'm pretty sure that was his manager when he first went into WWE. Like that was the dude he was. That was his manager. Hmm. I mean, I see Luther a lot on Dark, and I mean. I liked his little like I liked what he brought to the like the nightmare collective because he was he's creepy as fuck. But yeah, this was a match. Of course, you know, one of them caught the Judas effect. I think Saprintico caught the Judas effect. I can't remember. So basically this was a this is your life segment, is what that was. Oh yeah, 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 pretty much. Because okay, so the match in it, right? Yeah. And then, you know, we're getting celebrations or whatever, you know, bring out a little bit of the bubbly, all that stuff. MJF comes out. He presents him some gifts. The first one was a clown. And um, Jericho Judas Judas affected the clown. And And then he gave him a gift. And it was a Life size or not life size, but you know, he gave him a portrait of MJF. See, this is the picture I saw, and I'm like, this is—they <laughs> just keep ripping off the rock. It's, hey, this, is, no, this is your no, life. That's and literally D, what everybody said. Literally did this to the nation of domination. Yeah, that, that's the original. <laughs> like they want to hate on WWE, and they steal their 20 year old segments. Uh, I mean. So, so then the funniest part, it looked like MJF and him were about to beef again like that one time or whatever, and they were talking about Cody. But then they just mm-hmm. hugged it out. And then all the heels come out to the ring to celebrate with Jericho, and they're all drinking bubbly and shit. And they do like a fucking like Saturday Night Live like kind of thing where like the credits roll. And has like all like, you know, written by, directed by, you know, ex- executive producer, all the like, you know, little credits and shit. And everything just says Chris Jericho. <laughs> and that's how we ended AEW. So yeah, 30 years of Jericho, man. <sighs> it was funny. I'm Other with than you being unoriginal. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because it's like, you know, we have the demo god, you know, it's everything else, Jericho, you know, innovative, no one else can never. And it's like, we're just gonna do the rock, but hey, it was it was hilarious. So I'm on Twitter, yeah, and Ryan Satin has a mock draft for the WWE draft tomorrow. What you got? Oh, what is it? What's he got? He says Seth and Roman Reigns in round one. But he has them on the SmackDown side. I don't know what that means. Roman's already on SmackDown. Whatever. And then he has Drew McIntyre, Oscar, in the Hurt Business. Oh, that does not make sense. None of this makes sense. Is he saying Roman and Drew are going to switch shows? That's stupid. Yeah, I don't see that happening. 
and he has the New Day and Ray and Dominic and Sasha and AJ and this is stupid. He is Jay be- Uso by himself. No, this is trash. He might just ignore Ryan Satin. I normally do anyway. <laughs> Cause he's the one that's like he technically works for Meltzer, but he does like WWE, like pretty much exclusively. Yeah, I think he works for Fox now or something. Oh, uh, okay, that sounds about right. Like, like I'm pretty sure he's basically a kayfabe WWE reporter. Right. Like, like he just he reports what they tell him to report. That sounds about right. Ah, uh, shit, I mean, I guess that's all I really got or whatever. Y'all got anything else in particular before we get to y'all's segments to end the show? Uh, nah, I'm good. Will? Nah. It was pretty... Uh, outside of takeover, it was pretty repetitive week. <laughs> um, Ali, the leader of Retribution, I guess if they can just keep it up and not make it corny... I mean, that's, that's asking for a lot. I know. I know I'm asking for a lot. I'm not really asking for a lot, but y'all get what I'm saying. Yeah. I just need, if you're actually going to do it, please just do it right. Because it's, I mean, like, you know, Corey, you, you sent me the tweet when someone was like, this shit been cooking in the crock pot for a minute since the Kofi joint. You know, he got hurt. If they do it right, it could be amazing. But we just have no trust in them doing it right. It's the sad part. Yeah. There's just a ceiling on as far as it'll go. It's like they're not going to dominate the show for real. They're just going to beef with the herpes. Pretty much. All right, before we get on up out of here or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We have new, well, not new, we have segments to end off the show. It's still real to us, damn it. Let's go ahead and start it off with our wrestling tweet or tweets of the week. What you got, Corey? Yeah, once again, I have two tweets because I just. Hey, bro, I told you, you can do as many as you want. Whatever the fuck catches your attention because uh, you knocked it out the park last week. (laughs) The first one is from Kayla Braxton. So, uh, <clears throat> I get uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Retribution spray painted her like on her on her favorite white pants apparently. So she quoted Mustafa Ali's tweet and said, "Question: Since your Retribution buds got red spray paint all over my favorite white pants during one of their tantrums, and now you're the leader, can I send you the bill or?" <laughs> And then the second one, T-Bar, again, still going strong. Classic. (laughs) He tagged MVP and said, how did it feel when we teabagged the Hurt Business? And it posted a bunch of pictures of them beating beating them up. That's hilarious. If you guys aren't following us or T-Bar, you're doing it wrong. I was gonna make the joke to him like, "Yo, we 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 gotta we gotta protect Corey out here, or whatever, man, because they they trying to they trying to get Corey off Twitter." Nah, they just like to limit my account for twelve to twenty four <laughs> hours every couple of weeks. That's all. 
If they were going to suspend me from Twitter, they would have done that months ago. That shit was funny when I saw that yesterday. I was, I was about to text you, be like, bro, we about to pop, man. You can't get suspended or like you can get your account <laughs> deleted by now. <laughs> All right, and that was the wrestling tweets of the week. Now on to the moment that everyone listens to this pod for. The Natty Match of the Week. What you got, Will? For this week, I have gone with a hidden gem. Natalia versus Tamina Snooker from Superstars, April 19, 2013. You're welcome. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's week two. And I'm like, there's no way this nigga can outdo himself. He already <laughs> I don't know what sounds worse about that. Tamina, Natalia, Tamina, Natalia, or 2013. <laughs> hey, you get every, you get the best of everything. <laughs> best of both worlds. R. Kelly and Jake can never. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I only counted seven botches. <laughs> Seven. You know what? Actually, that's probably pretty good, all things considered. Oh man, <laughs> Tamina alone is a walking botch machine. Natty not Natty's not that bad. She doesn't botch that much. Bro, do you remember when we were watching? I forget which pay per view it was, but I started keeping track of the botches in my notebook. Oh my god, I was doing that badly. Like I had a running tally because Nia had like five on her own in one match. That's how I feel watching that last AEW pay-per-view. Every match had at least three botches. Oh, that shit was rough, bro. I was like, the one time we we link up and this give nigga him... Matt Hardy almost died. <laughs> oh, his wife told us. Yeah, she... She said way too much. And then what did Matt Hardy do? He come back... Yeah, he, he been getting his ass with ever since. He came back on Wednesday and said, nah, I'm all right. And then they pan to his wife and they have to pan to his wife and the kids over in the crowd. He's not all right, but whatever. Man, where else are you getting this type of content? That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, bruh, that was amazing, guys. I like it. I love it. Any final words before we get on up out of here? Nope, I'm good. I think I'm actually going to... Damn, the game on there, man. I'm actually going to watch SmackDown. I want to see the draft, but... We almost there. I might watch next Friday, then. Finally, first time I watched SmackDown all year. Hell yeah. What time does the game start? Nine. Probably nine. Wow. They're going late, too late for me. I, hey, I'm telling you, I'm going to be up here celebrating, man. I'm playing all my R&B jams or whatever, and then God knows what's going to release next week or tomorrow, excuse me. Like, apparently, according to Twitter, I'm the only person that likes the Bryson Tiller album, but I mean, I doubt that. <laughs> I haven't listened to it, so. I ain't listened to it, but I haven't been hearing good things. At least Twitter hasn't been telling me good things. I have seen most Right, like, and that's what's funny, because, like, people on Twitter was clowning me, but then, like, on Snapchat, I saw people listening to the album, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not the only one. But like I told somebody, I was like, it's not Trap Soul, but it's not the second album. Because the second album was, I mean, my favorite track was an interlude. That should never be the case. 
fast. You know? I mean, I, I poured up I poured up a drink and I, I started playing it and I was like, you know what? The middle of it, I really enjoy. <clears throat> but, you know, that's just one of those things where you, where it's like, you know, he, he made something he could never top. And then he don't drop a lot. So anything he drops, yeah, yeah. Day, people gonna look at like, you know, he don't have much to go off of. So niggas gonna compare it to some shit he dropped in 2016, 2017. It's not the same. Yeah, and I, I had a whole rant or whatever. And, you know, we talked about it on From the Roots of the Top, which I'm about to plug in a little bit. Like, I said, you know, he can't be 27 with two projects. I mean, this before anniversary dropped. Talking about some retirement. I'm like, retire- retiring from what, sir? Like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, he called it a career early. I ain't mad at him, though. I ain't mad at him. Nah, I ain't gonna be mad at nobody getting their money. Got, he got that one under the belt. Like, most niggas can't even produce one classic. Nah, that's bad. See, he came out the, he came out the gate just, you know. All right, he came out the gate. That's the problem, honestly, with a lot of niggas. Like, he just came out too strong. But he actually one of them niggas that probably should have lasted longer than he did. He just ain't capitalized on his buzz. He did, nah. And the thing about it is, too, I mean, if, when you listen to Anniversary, it's kind of like what I said about Summer's first album or whatever, in a way. Like, you can get through that shit real quick. Ten tracks, 30, 31 minutes. All right. You know what I mean? Man, she, she another one. Like, I don't see her, her next project doing that great compared to the first one. People yeah, that, be trying to compare. That, that first one was a classic. And then, like, the second one... It had a lot more mainstream songs, but it wasn't my favorite. The EP she dropped before was actually a little bit doper. And then Life on Earth is like two songs out of the, I think it was like four or five tracks. And for me, it's like two songs, maybe three. But yeah, man, I, I tweeted and I was like, yo, I was like, is this Bryson dope or am I just drunk right now? <laughs> And niggas was like, you drunk. And I'm like, damn. Like, <laughs> I was I'm digging this. I ain't gonna lie. You, when you listen to some shit impaired, you automatically like it at least twice as much as you would sober. But if you want to like, If you want to have a true review of some shit, you gotta listen to that shit sober. Look, I tweeted it and I told Corey too. I was like, hey, bro, I'm about to pour up and I'm, I'm, gonna, go, I'm gonna go through this album and I'm ready to get in my feels. <laughs> I had to go into that mindset. I was like, I know I'm gonna be my favorite. Um, it's gonna sound this gonna sound crazy because you you said you heard the Daystar um episode. If you guys haven't checked out that Daystar episode we did for From the Roots to the Top, check that out. I mean, it, it was a couple of tracks Tori had that put me way in more of a zone. Than now, I ain't gonna y'all cover Tori shit way more than y'all talked about Bryson. Well, yeah, Bryson hadn't dropped it. We, we were saving because uh, Donnie was telling me Bryson was dropping, and I, I didn't believe. I said, "I oh, yeah, did, did, see it." He did take it. You was talking shit. I remember you were talking shit about him never dropping. He was like, "Dig, I think he's dropping tomorrow." <laughs> because, bro, I mean, and look, you know, because I, I joked about it because I'm like, you know, I, I I hear so much about him and Frank, but I don't get any music. Like I remember, matter of fact, it was about a year ago this month where Frank started dropping singles and I was like, okay, is the album coming? And nothing ever came. And I was like, I'll say that's what we're doing. I can't, I can't stop releasing podcasts and then niggas gonna be like, yo, what's going on? You know? But I say all that to say another dope episode, guys. Remember, like always, remember to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. 
I saw the numbers or whatever. I told the homies about the numbers. Y'all really loved last week. We enjoyed giving this to y'all. I told y'all I would not, you know, I might do this editing and everything, put this together, but I will be nothing without my team. I appreciate y'all. Y'all don't even know that. I say it all the time, but I really do. Um, You know, all that stuff. As you're listening to this, like I said at the beginning, a brand new From the Roots to the Tops episode with me and Don Juan. Check that out. Highlighting 10 dope new artists. I picked five. He picked five. You know, maybe check out some dope new music or whatever. A little spoiler alert, because I know um, when you get to it, one of Don's picks almost made me go crazy. Found like I wouldn't call her the new Erica Badu. But she's also from Dallas, and she kind of has that Erica sound. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? My artist was dope, and one of my picks actually just dropped a new album or whatever. Little, um, you know, little five-song EP or whatever, you know. Listen to that to find out who I'm talking about. Um, also, too, Drop That Spooky Season 20 playlist available on Apple Music and Spotify. Go check that out bunch of dope stuff or whatever i've been vibing to lately or whatever you know you just put that on shuffle and just go through it or whatever you know why the lakers win their um their 17th championship thank you um also check out myself and the homies q carson and zach on twitch Got a little bit of everything for you guys between rpg 2k first person shooters apex legends and all that Zach's playing some golf games or whatever, and I think he's getting heavy on that new um, Call of Duty beta or whatever, or whatever it is before it drops. I think it's like I the Cold War. I hope Marcus go on Twitch tomorrow. That'd be lit. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted a while ago and said uh, he just got his Miami Heat Easter Conference championship. What? I swear to God. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what you know is bad. This nigga ordered an Easter Conference final shirt. <laughs> like, he already knew what it was. <laughs> who, who does that? You already knew it. One ain't no point of waiting for the finals. But they, even, I didn't even know you could buy Eastern Conference Championship shirt. I've never seen. Yeah, those yeah, yeah. You can get them as soon as they uh, as soon as they win. Remember, they, they gonna seen, say. I've never ever in life seen a nigga walk around with an Eastern Conference Finals Championship T shirt. Hey, Nikki, look, I'm gonna say it like this. <laughs> look, let let the Hornets or the Knicks win the Eastern Conference. You'll see me and Corey in that shit. I'm gonna tell you like this. You know you will that. not see me. <laughs> Even I have self-respect. Now nah, he'll, he'll he'll wear he'll wear a Yankees 27, 28 championship shirt before that. Hey, Yankees is the well, those are actual different. championships. <laughs> like the Yankees, that's the dynasty. That's America. I'm, when you think of baseball, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Exactly. I told Corey. I'll cheer for the Yankees as long as they ain't playing against the Braves in the World Series. I think the Yankees make it. We gotta win one more game and then beat the Astros. Oh, fuck the Astros. Yeah. But I think the Yankees is what keep is what's keeping Corey at, you know, sane because God knows what the fuck the Panthers are doing. I don't know if we to, <laughs> I don't know, bro, we're winning and I don't know if we're supposed to be winning right now. Hey, that's gonna come. That's gonna come to Earth. Things like y'all, you already know what's gonna happen. But right now, everything cool. But you know, when no game plan starts setting in, 
But that's usually how it is when you lose a significant player. Niggas will sleep on you on game plan, so you'll steal some games. Well, that's true, but fucking Robbie Anderson has been fucking crazy. Like, I remember we talked about it when we first got him, and we didn't really know much. I mean, at least I didn't. I can't speak for Corey. I'm going to ask you. But, I mean, because I wasn't watching the Jets. I didn't know he was this dude. <laughs> he probably was. Is he really on the Jets? No, he's pretty good on the Jets. He's in Carolina going bonkers right now. All right, all right. He, he go bonkers too long. Niggas going to game plan. You going to see that switch. Well, they got to guard DJ too. I get there. Uh, now y'all got weapons. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. It, you know, it, it's wild, man. But like, yeah, we we said out that order because, like, he said he got his Eastern Conference joined in or whatever. If will he go live on Twitch? Who knows? You know. The real question is, after the Lakers win, and I'm 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 hype about Braun. Will I go on Twitch, Wallen? Still playing Anita Baker. Or maybe I'll move on to Sade by then. I might be out of Anita Baker by then. Who knows? <laughs> Depending on who drops or whatever, I'm going to be on my RB shit tomorrow. Get me through the game. I would do a Hogan, you know, moment right here or whatever, but, you know, we got to save those for special moments or whatever. You know, all these episodes are incredible, but, you know, man. Got to tease, y'all. Um, but yeah, man, this was dope. We ain't got no pay per views this week. This weekend, thankfully, we've had some like what the this last like the first, <laughs> right? I feel like it. it feel like the past month is one every week, but I know it hasn't been. But that's how it feels. We got one in like what two weeks? Is Basically. it last week? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, well, yeah. no, we, no, well, we we had two the last two the weeks. Last I'm week. We got another one in two weeks. Fucking Helena. Hell in a Cell. Oh. And I think the week after that, we got full gear with AEW. I don't know. That, if we'll be dropping, well, I, said, I didn't know either one. I don't know if we're going to be dropping the pesos for full gear. But I mean, they can't uh, look, knock on wood. They can't botch back to back pay-per-views, I pray. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't bank on them doing it. We'll see, you know. That'll be a cool weekend or whatever. I don't think I got any plans that weekend or whatever. It's before my little bro gets married and shit, so. Cause if it was that weekend after, I'd be tied up. But I gotta see what the card looking like, but I don't, I don't know. Like Moxley I, and whoever wins this number one contender match or tournament, excuse me. If I was them, I'd go with Hangman. I'd let Hangman upset Kenny in the end. He's got to, right? I mean that would that's just what I would do. I don't I mean they could go with Kenny, but I think it's too early for that. Well we you'd be getting the rematch from Full Gear last year. That was Full Gear last year, right? Yep. Damn, they that actually could be a story. A whole year later, I guess that ain't too soon. Shit, this would be he he be I still think he's the one who should beat Moxley anyway. But I like what you said though. Like if if Heyman beat him in the the finals, won the belt, and then you go like a little bit of just he's jealous, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what they've been doing anyway. Yeah, it writes itself. We'll see what they do though. Yeah, you never know in the world of wrestling. True that. But yeah, go ahead, close this one out for real this time. Uh, another dope week. Appreciate y'all like always. Ah, 
shout out all the listeners and everything. I told you, comment, man. Rate, like, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter or whatever. This man will gonna be wilding tomorrow. I'm telling you. We praying for the best. For the... <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, say it like this or whatever. Get my voice together because you know it's still real to us. Damn it. Next time to let us out.